What's going on, CPE Tribe? We back with another episode of the CPE Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Chief Chris, a.k.a. the Creator Cares, a.k.a. Mr. I Don't Give a Fuck, a.k.a. the Bronx Machido, actually one half of the Bronx Machido, a.k.a. Um, Hollywood Chief, a.k.a. the Chief of Liberty, a.k.a. the leader of the Nazarites, a.k.a. Chief Curry. I am the point guard of this bitch, and I'm going to toss it away to my co-host, let him introduce himself, and let the people know who the fuck you be. Who's brother 2035? Hollywood Dan. <laughs> Vaudeville Samo. Delta 3000. 100 milligram Samo. Back in this bitch. Shot uh, Jordan. It was, the, it was the slow come up for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, it's a two-man crew today, ladies and gentlemen. Jordan can't join us today. He's home dealing with daddy duties, man. So shout out to the brother Jordan. Hopefully he'll be able to papa. join us. Papa. Hey, papa. Hey, papa. Hey, papa. <laughs> man, but go ahead. Let me go ahead and hit this intro for the folks one time for the one time. They already know how it goes over here. And here we go. You damned if you about. do, you can't please everybody. When I learned I can't please everybody, That's my fact. life was great. I don't yeah. care what you think about me. Yeah, you are. Get out of here. Suck my dick. I don't care, no homo. I don't give a fuck. Because yeah. you can't let the world di di dictate who you are. That's and that's a fact, and that's why we are the CPE podcast, because we can't please everybody, and we don't aim to please everybody. We just share the smoke some gas and talk some trash, and we got a lot of trash to do tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Trash talking, I mean. So uh, let's go ahead and jump right into it, man. Before we do that, though, y'all know how I do it over here. Always like to hit my people with some music over here. So here we go, one time for the one time. This is how we are setting it off tonight, and y'all can go ahead and guess from that point where we're going to go. So here we go. Let me light my split for this one right here. If you wasn't outside for missing fat booty, I don't know what. Cause you ain't up here. And she came with the same type game, the type of girl giving out the fake cell phone the name. Big thing, she like cats and big things. Jewel ship, money clip, phone flip the six range. And seen her on the ass, spotted her more than once. Ass so fat that you can see her from the front. Fuck me like paparazzi. Shot me a glance and that cat woman stands with the fat booty pants. Hot damn. What's your name, love? Where you came from? Neck and wrist laced up. Very little makeup. Tone your frame up a sugar and spice. The only thing that she made up. I tried to play a low key, but couldn't keep it down. Accidentally, she was like, Yo, I'm leaving now. An hour later, sounds from Jamaica. Straight up, skanking my little waist up. Scene two. My fam throwing the jam for Reed is on the stand. Big things is in the plan. The brother Big Moon makes space for me to move in here. Yo, this my man, most baby. Let me introduce. I turn around. You was the same pretty bird who I have priorly observed. Trying to play me for the herd. I'm about to work, I say peace to the family She hop up like, how you gonna leave before you dance 
to me. She broke my whole head with that dude. I was like, what? I played it low though. I was like, yeah, alright, come on then, let's go. This is mad. This is so sick. I'm telling yo. This one's for all my 90s babies. Where we at? Where you at? Three for the four coming live, future shock. It's five dimensions, six senses, seven firmaments of heaven and hell. Eight million stories to tell. Nine planets faithfully keep an orbit with the probable tip. The universe expands length. The body of my tax possess extra strength. Power lift the powerless up out of this towering inferno. My ink so hot and burn through the journal. I'm black at midnight on bro where you murder. Hip hop past all your tall social hurdles like the nationwide projects, prison industry complex. Working class poor, better keep your Alarm set, streets too loud to ever hear freedom ring. Say it back in with your sleep. It's dangerous to dream, but your chain cats get the chip. You dead now. Killing fields need blood to graze the cash cow. It's a numbers game, but shit don't add up somehow. Like I got 16 to 32 bars to rock it, but only 15% of profits ever seen my pockets. Like 69 billion in the last 20 years spent on national defense, but folks still live in fear. Like nearly half of America's largest cities is one quarter black. That's why they gave Ricky Ross all the crap. 16 ounces to a pound. 20 more to a key, a five minute sitting, steering, and you no longer free. 40% of Americans own a cell phone so they can hear everything they hear. Everything was right. You were not alone, right? Black as you in the terror zone, full of hard niggas, large niggas, dice tumblers, young teens in prison, greens, facing life numbers, crack mothers, crack babies, and AIDS patients. Young bloods can't spell, but they can rock you a PlayStation. It's new mappers with my motherfuckers' ass. You want to know how to rhyme? You better learn how to add a smack. Mighty most definitely. Mathematics. My restlessness is my nemesis It's hard to really chill and sit still Committed to page, I write around Sometimes won't finish for days Scrutinize my literature from the large to the miniature I mathematically add Minister, subtract the wax, select the will it back I'm feeling that From the corner, forever to black You know the motto, stay fluid even in staccato Full-blooded, full throttle Breathe deep inside the drum hollow there's the hum, young man, where you from? Brooklyn number one. Speaking in the native tongue, I got my eyes on tomorrow. Why you still trying to find where it is? I'm on the ad where it lives and dies. Violently, silently, shine so vibrantly that I squint to catch a glimpse. Embrace the face of my dog, ink fingertips. Used to speak the English, but caught a rash on my lips. So now I just like this. No way to the baseline. Switch. Move like an apparition. Go to the ground with ammunition. Move from the gate, boys. Cued on your tape, putting food on your plate. Many crews can relate. Yo, we went from picking cotton to chain gang line shopping to be bopping to hip hopping. Loose people got the 
blue chip stock option. Invisible man got the whole world watching. We in your yeah. app, high, low, east, west, all over your map. I'm getting big props with this thing called hip hop. Where you can either get paid or get shot. When your product gets stock, the fair weather friends flock. When your chop position dropped in the phone calls. I got one more for ya. I got one more for ya. Bro, you play that man lift motion? That's not even on Spotify. That's a Say hi, Dick. Yes, you're rolling hip hop. Say J roll. Yes, you're rolling hip hop. Redefinition. Say you're rolling hip hop. Say black soul. Come to rock it. From the first to the last of it, delivery is passionate. The whole and not the half of it, forecasting aftermath of it. Projectile and I'm blasted with accurate assassin shit. Me and Quali close like Bethlehem and Nazareth. After this, you be pursued. Uh, on top, your master this. Shining like an asterisk for all those that you gather with. Connected like a red house from the townhouse to the tenements. Cause all my Brooklyn residents don't let heavy regiments. Don't believe, hear the evidence. Well, See that? Rather take it all, can't believe that. From where they send the crew at to where the police were at. Tell it Where they paint murals of Biggie and Cash We trust cause it's ghetto fabulous life Look pretty, what a pity Blunts are still 50 cents, it's incense Street senses dominant, can't be covered with incense My presence felt, my name is Quali from the eternal reflection People think your MC is hand for misconception Let me meditate, set it straight Came to the conclusion that most of these cats is featherweight Let me demonstrate, walking the streets is like battling Be careful with your body You must know karate and think your soul is bulletproof like Sade Now back to the next bitch already Be a visionary and maybe you can see your name in the column of obituaries, third grade teacher reading and talking about I knew he'd amount to nothing Neighbors like he was the quiet type Who the thought he was frontin' Talking loud like you and RCA Get carted away with body parts and trays What a way to start your day Yo, it's like One, two, three Most of the talent In the wings will force you to quit It could be your crew or click Or some random kid you smoke Buddha with Consider me the entity within the industry Without a history of spitting the epitome of stupidity Living my life, expressing my liberty You gotta be done properly My name is in the middle of equality People follow me and other cats to hear them flow And assume I'm the real one with the lyrics like I'm Cyrano Still sipping with your well water imported From Pluto, 360 milliliters For all the believers in miles of kilometers Most cats cannot proceed us in the jungle with the leaders We the lines, you the cheaters It's like complete us as we come through your receivers You can play us and repeat us and then take us on Marita Good Jesus, most heaven quality just Make a pussy freeze up, think it over, ease up One, two, three, 
Tupac and everybody that we lost like that, dog, due to the violence and hip hop. <clears throat> but with that being said, um, before we go ahead and jump into our topics for tonight, man, let me ask you a question, bro. Most or Yasin Bey or Talib, who you got? Stop, in that one? stop it, stop it. Come on, man, stop it. Most Def is an elite MC, most Def is top tier, most Def has my top five albums of all time. Really? Stop. That's how Black you feel both, about the Black on Both Black Sides? Black on Both Sides is, to me, the most underrated classic of all time. Mm. Top to bottom, that shit is pure hip-hop in every sense of the word. I always felt like they cheated him out of the five mics in that album, too. Because if I'm not mistaken, I think they ranked him. <clears throat> Pardon me, ladies and gentlemen. I think they gave that album like three and a half album on mics when that it, first dropped. That's crazy. Four. They should give him at least four. Bro, if I'm not mistaken, I could look it up right now, though. I think that album, they gave Black on Both Sides three and a half mics. I always felt like that was, like, one of the most disrespectful slaps in the face to an elite MC, like the way you just said, man. Because Yasin Bey, Most Def, whatever you want to call him, you know what I'm saying? He he could go toe-to-toe with some of the greatest spitters of all time. I'm talking about the likes of somebody like Big Pun, who was when when they were um he was alive when they both was just breaking out and shit like that. You get what I'm saying? Like he can go toe to toe with somebody, even in my opinion, like Nas. And you know I don't really put niggas in the same category, but Nas, but Yasin Bey is there. He's most of He's one of those rappers who's just like that's an MC. He's well rounded in every part of this game, stats, skills, everything. He embodies what an MC is. It's like 100, percent like period. There's no discussion on that. That's a fact, man. Hold on one second. Let me just pull this up. <clears throat> what they gave that shit. Uh, black on both sides. Let's see. Everybody is giving it five mics, but I want to look at what they gave it back then. They gave the album. Oh, it's not giving me the reviews, man. I know I'm not bugging, bro. When I I remember seeing that shit in the magazines, dog, and I was so disappointed in it. Like, but <clears throat> it's not showing me right now. But either way, I'll just go ahead and just just jump into our topic for tonight, man. Uh, shout out to Yasin Bey, Most Def, um, first and foremost. But recently, um, Most Def he did an interview where um the interviewer they asked him. Uh, what is his opinion on Drake and do he consider Drake to be hip-hop? And to that, he replied, <clears throat> Drake is somebody who I was here shopping. You know, he went on to name a couple of his tunes and everything like that, and he gave reasons why, and they were validated reasons, in my opinion, the reason why anybody would uh, question Drake being a uh, top-tier MC or, uh, or, or his music actually just being considered... Um, hip hop and not in a pop realm. So, well, Drake, Drake does that because he makes things to be popular. That's mm -hmm. his fault. If you want to blame anybody, it's not someone's opinion on it. And most of it wasn't even talking about Drake as much as he was talking about. He doesn't. If you really look at the way he's talking and what he says after the fact, he's basically just saying the reason that he's more pop than hip hop is because 
he doesn't talk about real life shit, real issues, or messaging it. Mm-hmm. Like we're 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 the point. That's why he's talking about the target mall shopping thing because it it it's music. You it's music. You 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 like. You just you get you get out of the, the what's going on in the world, especially with everything going on right now. What's been going on the last four or five years, like Drake is not the soundtrack to what's going on. Mm-hmm. He's the soundtrack to you having a good time at a party or something. True. You want to sing along to some shit. That that's what his music is. Hip hop was is made out of yeah partying, of course. But people gotta stop acting like it was just partying. No, it was also about the message. It was also going against corporate shit. It was also about what's going on in in the neighborhood, what's going on in the world. That's what mm-hmm. hip hop came out of. So when some people argue that hip hop is, oh, it came out of partying, we can't we can't say it's not about partying. No one ever says we have a problem with the party side of hip hop, whether it's like the Drake 2001 album or whatever our song, Busta Rhyme songs or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. What another part of it also is the message. <laughs> and the thing is that Drake all, represents all pun intended. Hip- but but he he he. He's the spokesperson for corporate hip hop, for clickbait, for for yo. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this now. I'm gonna do that now because that's this. He's a popular. That's what he is. He's that's why I always call him McDonald's and the and the Disney of rap. And you could take that both ways. But <clears throat> all right, I think he froze, ladies and gentlemen. I'll continue while he uh, until he comes back. But um, I definitely could see where Dan is coming from and what he's saying too, man. Like at the end of the day, people gotta understand. I'm not saying he should. I'm not saying he has to. Wait, hold on, hold on, Dan, Dan, one second. Everything you just probably said was all cut out. Like you just froze for a second. So if you could rewind just a little bit for our listeners. What's that thing I said? The last thing you said was, oh shit, what was the last thing you said? He was saying that how um, he was talking corporate. Yes, corporate. Yes. Drake makes music. To be viral and to be popular and to be happy and and, and you know party that that's what he makes. He doesn't make music. He doesn't make music to, to capture the times of what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Capture the times of what's talking about on. the shit, the dirty shit's going on right now. Gaza, whatever it is, like he doesn't talk about shit that's actually going on. That's not his lane. Hip hop speaks to what <clears throat> people don't want to talk about. That's the point of hip hop. Do you hip-hop appreciate is- MCs who do that though? MCs who do yeah. report on um. Or, or on world topics, as you know, like you just said, something like uh, about Gaza and everything like that. Is that something that you appreciate for MCs being able to get into that type of bag, whether it be political or conspiracies or whatever the case may be? Of course, know? of course. That, what's the point of hip hop if hip hop is pop? Mm. The point of hip hop is it's not pop, and we don't conform to pop. Hip hop. The point of hip hop is we dictate what's dope. We dictate what's cool. We tell you this is what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. But now what we have is corporate shit, you know, popular shit dictating what's supposed to be cool to the kids. That's what the kids nowadays, they think what's cool is what's popular. When we grew up, yeah, some of it's popular, but some of it's also, it's coming up, it's bubbling up. This is what we're doing now. What we're doing, what we're not doing this now, we're doing this. Like, that's the point. The streets dictate what's going on. Not what's what happens in the office building where they're trying to say, well, we should put this rapper and this rapper together so that, you know, we can make a viral song. That's fucking corny. Yeah. Drake is not that dude for that. He's not. He's a dude that does other shit, which is fine. We're in, we're in the most corporatized time in hip-hop in general, so that's what it is. But Drake sexuals, or Drake stands out here, are mad because most have said, well, it's more pop to me. Mm-hmm. 
you know what's everybody, <clears throat> even Drake fans, what's their gripe every single album? Well, I just want the whole album where he does it, where he just raps. Yeah, that's what that's that Drake that's the biggest gripe. That's what Drake fans say out mm. of their own mouths. But then they <laughs> want to say that he's 100 percent hip hop. He's not. I'm not saying it's not to say that he's not hip hop, but he doesn't do everything 100 percent hip hop. I agree. He wants to I do R and B. He wants to do pop. And now he's doing fucking techno music. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not a diss. But that's the point to why certain people call him pop or pop rap. We've had pop rap since the 90s. What was, what was P. Diddy doing with, with Bad Boy? He's making popular songs that the parents grew up with. Not even chopping it up. Just play the fucking instrumental and then have Biggie rap over it. That's mm -hmm. a form of like pop rap. Which is it's fine. There's no issue with it. But that's what it is. You know? And you're going to call the spade a spade. I saw someone say, oh, if if Drake did Ami Says, my Ami Says by Mos Def, that shit would be way more popular. People will love it way more. <clears throat> yeah, you cut out again. I'll continue while you're going. Yeah, so no, um, because I don't even know where you're going with Ami Says. That's one of my favorite um, Yasin Bey songs, too. But point be made. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So last thing you said was uh no, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ami a dude said a dude said if uh if Drake did Ami says, oh, Ami it'd says be way more popular. Go. It'd be way more popular and everything, right? Because Drake would do it, right? And then somebody uh, uh re replied, Well, yeah, because he's a pop rapper. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. the point. Yeah, that's and the point. <clears throat> and and the thing about the thing about Ami says too, that's one of my favorite most songs, too. Um I don't know. It probably would be more popular just because Drake is a po more popular artist, too, right? People got to also understand, too, we're talking about a time where anybody can come out and fucking make a YouTube video and be popular the very next day. You feel me? Back then, you didn't have that. They didn't, um, Yasin Bey didn't have that privilege. He didn't have that ability to go on the internet and go viral and everything like that. And because I wanted to run back to something you were saying, too, when it comes to these viral songs and these viral moments. I fucking absolutely sometimes hate that shit. And I'll give you a perfect perfect example why I hate it sometimes. You know uh, <clears throat> J.I.D.'s uh, Surround Sound song, right? Yeah. The song that all the women are using for TikTok, right? I have a love-hate relationship when it comes to the the, the the moment that he's having right now. I love it that he's getting the money and he's getting viral and people are starting to recognize J.I.D. more. I just hated that it came from a fucking stupid-ass, ass-shaking fucking video, you know what I'm saying, uh, with women doing anything. And they kind of stole his whole idea from the video, too, if you really watch no, the that's video. Women, that's hoes. Hoes doing whole things. It, but, we but, love the hoes. We love the hoes. The hoes are do. doing whole things. But, but but to me, like that's one of the things I fucking hated about that song going so viral and being so big the way it is. Because I'm like, why y'all couldn't just go listen to this man and appreciate his art for his art? Why y'all had to turn it into this sleazy ass shit? You feel me? That's that's what hoes do, man. What is it say? It's the Drake effect too. It's the same, bro. People think because come on, man. Let's be serious with this Drake shit, bro. Drake one time said, "If you if you don't listen to Drake, you don't get pussy." I'm like, bro. The the nerve of you to think that women women have to listen to you have to listen to Drake to get pussy. That is fucking crazy, bro. My whole thing is for that is that what are you trying to say? Your music is made for 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 a moment, or are you trying to say that you got to listen to his game that he's kicking so we can pick something up? Like what the fuck you mean, nigga? You don't get pussy if you don't listen to Drake. He ain't never kick no game. That's the other thing. He ain't never. He's never been. He's not even like smooth with it, bro. He's he's not. 
You see this like fucking he, trench coat post? I'm like, come on, dog. Yo, bro, and, and for the YouTube video, bro, YouTube version, Dan, you gotta drop the uh, the trench coat voting um photo in this one, all right? Yeah, I got, I got it. <laughs> Cause dog, like, that nigga looks so sassy. I'm like, yo, come on, dog. And bitches, it, it, fuck him though. I'm not even. That's the that's the worst part about it too. Is that like bitches be talking about? Oh, they can't be with no feminine ass nigga. Da 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 da. Maybe when he's with them, it's a different story. But my nigga, everything that Drake shows us, bro. If so you have money, if, if you have money and you're popular, it doesn't matter who you are. You'll have that a certain true. amount of bitches because they care about what you got, not who you are. They don't care. That's part of the game. But it's it's like. Drake, the, the male Drake fans get so hyped and so so pissed off about random comments that they defend this man to no end. Drake posted a thing and he said, "Ah, don't don't uh don't dim my light." Ami says or something, right? Mm -hmm. Which is the perfect response. He's not saying anything crazy. He didn't say anything else. He just said that. Kept it moving because I think he even knows that. It was tongue in cheek what most of us saying because most of us just talk about the corporate side of shit. Mm -hmm. But all the Drake fans on social media the whole week was just like, oh, it's like, yo, you guys are defending a man to no end. Like, you guys have to relax. It's one comment. And if you don't like most of that, you don't like most of that, that's cool. It's not that serious to get it worked over. Nah, I no, like, only, only, only Drake fans are making this a bigger issue than it is. Well, they also forced him to come out and be sassy Drake, too, with his comments and his uh, response to most stuff. But my thing, too, about that is, like... The interviewee, bro. The interviewee is just asking him that question, like... And they still haven't put out the whole uh, the whole interview, because I, I keep going to their channel on YouTube, and it's not there. So, I mean, unless they have it, like, somewhere else that I don't see it. They just have the clip, and, like, another clip, and that's it. I'm like, bro, drop the whole fucking interview already. It's been, like, a week. Yeah, it's been a week already. Yeah. Shit, man. Yo, speaking of uh, weeks and, and weeks to come, you know what I'm saying? Yo, shout out to Cap fucking Williams and Club Shay Shay, man. That interview is still fucking doing numbers, bro. That shit, oh, last time I checked, it was over 50 million, dog. Yeah, um, it is 50 million. It is, like, it's like, Jesus, this man is killing them with that one, man. Yo, uh, Shannon, you got to cut Cat, Cat, Cat a check, man. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> Real talk. But, yo, man, uh, but, but, but. But yeah, but back to what we were talking about, because I want to get out of here because we got a couple things that we're going to be probably going long on. Um, <clears throat> but I do want to just say this last thing about when it comes to most and then when it comes to Drake. And it's the same thing you said. If you don't like most deaf music, yeah. you don't like most deaf music. You know what I'm saying? If you're a Drake fan, then you're a Drake fan. Everybody most likes Drake what they like. have been listening to most deaf music to even say they don't like it. And then some of them are saying, oh, Ami says, and this other song, he sings, he's just like Drake. Ami says it's like a jazz song. It's not a pop song like Drake would be. It's not the same thing even remotely to begin with. Like these false dichotomies people make with these fucking, you know, trying to compare shit. Like, do you even know what you're saying? Do you know how to use words? Did y'all pass English <laughs> class? Come on, man. Shout out to Drake. He ain't doing nothing stupid so far. So this, is about, mean, this is about your stands, not Drake. Yeah, and, and you can't be mad at that. I mean, I'm... At Drake, even if he does respond, because the same thing, I, I'm gonna keep the same energy like I always said. Even but he's pop, he's said it. No, himself. but what I'm saying is, pardon me, I, but what I'm saying is that whatever Drake comes back and, and he responds to, um, however he responds to Yasin Bay, and whether or not if it goes further than that, listen, at the end of the day, I'm gonna keep the same energy like I said when I had when I was talking about D1 and Mink and, and Ross. If you say something about me, 
I'm going to give you, you, um, you give me the opportunity to rebuttal back. So whatever Drake goes ahead and say, that's what it is, man. I, honestly, if you really want me to keep it a hundred, I would love for Drake to probably write you a little diss. Stop with this narrative. I would this like is to you every time two rappers are talking about each other. I would love to see them. <laughs> like, yo, I want these niggas to battle, son. Fuck that, yo. I'm that's the type of rapper. I mean, I'm a fan that I am, man. I, I like, I like. Uh, especially if it's going to stay strictly on wax. like No, the, the thing is that it doesn't matter because Drake is at a level where it doesn't matter if he loses a battle. His fans just think he's the best and he won no matter what. Yeah. Push and now that this guy and people still think the Alamo, I'll bring the Calico to the Alamo was better than that. Like, uh, it's, it's it's not even, like, worth it, bro. So if Drake came out and wrote some bars for uh, Yasin, you don't think he's going to respond? Most of yeah, if Drake came out and wrote some bars towards your um, most deaf, my nigga, drop a little Lucy or something and diss the nigga, you think most gonna respond? Yeah, I think he would. He's not not rapping. He's yeah. not like super active, but he's not like retired. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, that's true. That's facts. They're still touring, you know. So that's that's a fact. I've I've just seen him recently when I went to see Erica Badu. So I definitely know he's still touring. Um. As a matter of fact, he dropped a, a, a new song when he when he um performed, like towards the end of his set, he had dropped a new yeah. song. Like he was, he was like, it's it's not out yet, but you know, this is a new song that he had wrote. So you know, so he is still active then. Um, and yeah, that's where I, I'm gonna end it with. You know, if if it comes down to it, I want to hear bars from both niggas. Like, let's get it because Jim Jones is calling niggas out, man, especially guys from his era. And he's telling niggas to pull up, step in the booth, my nigga, and we could put 100K on the joint, my nigga. So, I mean, listen, first things first, first thing, because I know you itching ready to boom this nigga, so you ready to boom him. But like, yo, first of all, shout out to Jim for keeping that competitive MC spirit alive. Telling niggas like, like let's get in the booth, my nigga, let's, you know what I'm saying? Like, this, cause, no, 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 listen, listen, let, let, let me get my shit off, bro, because this, this, because this, this right here, my nigga, this is the true essence of hip hop, my nigga. Niggas calling niggas Jim out. Jones? No, I'm not Jim Jones, his idea. And I'm not mad at the nigga even for him thinking that he's even on that level where he feels like, yo, whoever want to, whoever want to get in the booth with me, my nigga, I got a hundred K, I'll bar you, my nigga. So I'm not what's mad at that. What's your favorite fucking... Jim Jones bar? What you mean? What's my favorite Jim Jones bar? I exactly. Got a, I got a few. Yeah, yeah. I bet you it could work in a battle, right? I bet you it could. Probably. I think she liked me. No, right, no. Man, I mean, on. listen, but yo, come on, son. You can't you can't take that away from him. The fact that he said this, my nigga. The fact that he called the niggas out like yo, was he not supposed to battle Conway? What happened with that? Conway ain't put the bread up. I don't, that was that was supposed to be with complex. That wasn't like a situation where they put bread up. And, and, and I don't even know what happened with that situation. Like I I've never heard saying? Conway back away, and I've never heard Jim say he backing out. So we don't know what happened with that. Yo, situation. what's your favorite? What's your favorite bar when he replied to Pusha T in the, in the bodega outside uh, video? What, what's your favorite bar from that? We responded. Well, who responded to who? Jim. When Jim Jones replied to Pusha T. I don't even remember that reply, Maji. This <laughs> just happened go. two, three months ago. This just happened. I, I haven't what? been actively checking for Jim bars though. Right now, like I heard. No, no we covered this. What do you mean? We covered this in the summer. We did. Yes, you were outside and but outside the bodega, 
Reply because Fashion Week with Pusha T. He said something about Jim Jones. I'm in here and you're not there. You forgot oh, Jim yeah. Jones and Pusha T. You see? I remember now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what the what was the Jim Jones bar? You were like, yo, that shit was fire. It, it, it had energy. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's not yeah, the type of rapper. When it comes to Who's Jim Jones' members? favorite rapper, it's Jim Jones' favorite rapper or his best rapper of all time is Drake. No, it's not. It's, it's a lineage. He says it all the time. Jewels is what? Well, not anymore. He hasn't said it. Like they've asked him that a couple times, especially even on Drink Chance when he's on there. Because back then he used to say his favorite rapper was Jewels. So I don't well, know if that I mean, still is the case, and I hope that's not because Jewels he tried to hit us with a little snippet, and I was like, "Yo, my nigga, I right. yo, that, hey, that, that put was... the pin, to, put the pin down." Yeah, like you can't be doing um special ed like that over that beat. Like you, your fan base does not care about special ed. Not even just that. The bars didn't care about special ed. If you're gonna if you wanna get this, my nigga, you gotta you gotta make it seem like you really care. Like where this where this origin of this beat and this song is coming from, my nigga. Like you that's like yo, my nigga, you can't get on classic songs and then just do some dookie shit, dog, on some real talk. Like that's disrespectful to the to the to the classic record that it is. That's disrespectful to the artist. Like there's so like the fuck out of here, my nigga. You if Cam, the fuck if out. Cameron comes out with an album, I'm I'm there for it. If Jim Jones comes out with an album, I'll peep it. Joel Santana is past his prime. He lost his brain. He did too many drugs. He needs to go get better and get off the block or something. Because I understand what this guy's doing, bro. Yeah, I, I'm I don't not, think he's all there, bro. I'm not definitely looking forward to any Joel's music. And like you just said, if Cam came out album, I'm definitely gonna check for it. Yeah. If freestyles over this beat and that beat, I'm like, yo, he's still smooth with it. Cam's letting niggas know he's still in shape. Yeah. And, and, he, and his voice got a little more gruffy, too, which, like, makes him sound like an elder statesman, too. Plus, with yeah, his swag, is just hilarious. So, yeah, that's the worst for him, bro. His voice definitely has changed over young Cam to yeah. the, the, the maturity that he's had, uh, the level that he's grown over the years. So, you know, shout out to Cam. Yeah. But, as yo, mature, can you imagine, what if, what if Cam takes the bet? Yeah. <laughs> what if Cam? Because you know they're not fucking with each other right now either way. So what if Cam pulls up or what if Mace pulls up, my nigga, and take the bet? I was thinking Mace. What'd be funny is like a JR Ryder or some shit like that or Hell Rel. Come on, yo. We're not doing but no one's I, gonna I, care. I don't ever want to talk not... about JR Ryder doing okay, anything. Okay, but, but <laughs> let, let's, let's, look at, let's look at it this way then. Rappers from his era. It's But it's like. Either you're worse said, than Jim Jones or you're better that, than Jim Jones. He also said that he came out in 2004, his first album. So I guess he's talking that. With the church? Yeah. Well, what was a Church in the Wind or some shit like that? Yeah. Oh, no. I, I hated that, that album. I bought that bullshit. Oh, shit. I ain't buy that bullshit and I hated that album. I actually bought a bootleg. I ain't going to hold you. See, the they first, didn't have the bootleg, so I bought that shit. That's, that's what happened to me. The first official Jim album I ever bought was uh, Diary of a Summer. The Harlem Storm, the Harlem joint. That was the first Jim Wells. I mean, Jim Jones album I bought. Then I bought the second one. I mean, the third one, um, which was I think it's the the Poe, the Poe me or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. I forgot what the fuck what? is. It. But what what was the acronym name for it? But either way, yeah, I, that that one. And then I think that was the last one I had bought for a while from Jim, until his most the because I, I bought Wasted Talent. Because this is before I started using You Spotify. bought multiple Jim Jones albums, bro? I do. I do. 
I'm not going to lie, my nigga. I fuck with Jim. That's my thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I fuck with Jim, my nigga. It's just, I, I don't know if he's like, because, because, all right, you like people for what they are and for what they do, right? You know, when you listen I'm, I'm, to. I'm being a dickhead. No, but I'm just saying, like, you, you, you know, when you listen to Billy Woods, you know what you're going to get from him. You know, when you listen to Conway, you know what you're going to get from him. You like these artists for what they give you, right? And they can rap. And they can rap. Shut up, nigga. <laughs> you stupid motherfucker, yo. This nigga said, and they can rap. <laughs> Jim can rap. Funny, I, like, I like Jim. I like Jim. He's, he's, he's definitely funny. a funny character. I'm not going to take that away from that nigga's funny as shit, yo. Especially when See, he... look, I, I, I talk a blow with Jim. I wouldn't want Jim on my song, though. Like for bars. Why not? Like if, it, if, it, if it's a street song, if it's a party song, I'll get Jim on it. But I'm talking about bars. I'm not getting Jim on it. I can see that. I, I mean, everybody has everybody has their part to play. Yeah, you yeah, know, like like I said, I like Jim for what he gives me, and that's he could talk that street shit. You feel me? And I I fuck with that shit. It's the it's, I, even though I ain't a part of that street life, especially that New York life. You know what I'm saying? But I still could always relate to it because. It resonates with me when I when I think about my days back in Harlem and you know what I'm saying and, and back in the X or whatever the case may be. So I'm always gonna fuck with Jimmy, you know what I'm saying? I just don't think he's like he's that nigga, you feel me? But he is that nigga though. Like he is that nigga. Like so I ain't gonna take nothing away from him. I just don't think that I think he need to be careful too, because like I said, there's some type of like 2004, if we talking that era and everybody's debut time and shit like that around that time. Nigga, there's a couple people who could jump in that air on booth with you, my nigga, and call you out. Bro, we're doing the albums for 2003 next, and I got a list of like 39 albums. That I've, I, yeah, I went to like a third of them already. I've heard half of them already, but I'm like, a couple I haven't heard mm-hmm. or just re-listening to. There's rappers that will come on, man. Listen, yeah. I still got to go to Harlem to get fried fish, so I don't want to talk too much of Jimmy. You know, I still got to go to Amy Ruth. <laughs> my nigga said, I still gotta go to Harlem and get my fried fish. Yo, you stupid. Bro, I love fried fish over there, bro. Nah, that's fun. a fact, bro. Yo, listen, Harlem is the spot too, yo. And fuck you, Keith Lee. You was over there talking shit about New York food, saying it was number eight. You bugging out, my nigga. I know y'all ladies. Bro, he, he listened that, to but... somebody that told him to go get a chopped cheese made of salmon. I'm like, bro, like. That's some hot nigga shit that that, that 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 did that for the first time, and they was like, "Oh, this shit is slapping." That's no, a white ass high. person, bro. Like, where <laughs> do you give? Where do you find a salmon chopped cheese, bro? I have you no should idea. not be mixing cheese with salmon to begin with. Nah, not, you know, not, not at all. And fish really don't go together. There's maybe like one exception you could think of, maybe, but you don't ever put cheese with fish. No, you can't not even at think all. the last time you had cheese with fish, bro. Not you know, at like, all. A, like a like a fish fish fillet of the. The McDonald's thing. That that's one thing, you know, but that's because it's a fried patty, so that's a little bit yeah. different, right? But come on, the top salmon cheese, what are we doing here? Yeah, that just sounds disgusting too. That's disrespectful to salmon and disrespectful to the chopped cheese. To the chopped just... cheese name, like yeah. Like nigga, no, we nobody does that shit in New York. No new real New Yorkers do that shit, my nigga. You bugging out. But word, but um, but yeah, man, like you said, and, and when you said 2003, ladies and gentlemen, for you guys who don't know, he's talking about our, our, our YouTube show that we have called What a Year, where we revisit, we're going to revisit the last 50 years of hip hop and give our top 10 albums from each year, you know what I'm saying? So it's been so far, we've done so on 2023, which I was most recent one, 
Uh, we did 2020, 2019, 18, 17. And I think that's where we stopped at, right? And now we're jumping. Yeah, we didn't do 16, right? No, no we didn't do 16. So right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to jump around and everything. We're not going to do everything in chronological order, you know? So right now, like Dan just said, we're getting ready to do 2003. So make sure you guys look out for that one and also look out for 2023 and all the other ones, man. Go run those numbers up on YouTube. CPE Podcast, you can find us, man. You already know what it is, man. But with that being said... um. Because we do have some albums for 2024 that we're going to review today. And leading into one of these next topics is uh, Kid Cudi versus Lupe. And um, I'm pretty sure you've seen everything that's going down between the two of them when they exchange words. Well, what are they talking about? They're friends now. Yeah, they're cool now. So that, that's all they're I'm saying. Now. They pieced it up. They pieced it up. You know, uh, Cudi had released a nice statement saying that a mutual friend of theirs, you know, saying got them on the phone with each other. They pieced it up, you know, and... um. Cuddy has said that he's and and this is not even just a lie like or or whatever like Cuddy has said vocally before that he's a fan of Lupe you know Lupe has also said that he enjoys Cuddy's music and what he does too you know what I'm saying so shout out to both of those brothers for them to getting it through um I would have never want to see a Cuddy and Lupe battle that would have been oh massive. this is the one this is the one you don't want to see I don't want yeah yeah this is the one I I don't because Cuddy can't rap. Not on not on um Lupe's level, no. What tier of an MC is Cuddy? A B C S. What 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 tier? All right, so S is all the elites, then right? Yeah. So where A B C D E F. All right, so all right, and, and D is the basics, the 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 lowest class. I put right. him at D. Not no. even F. I give him a D because he can make a song. Cuddy. He can't rap, man. Cuddy is not a D. If I'm gracious, I'll give him a C tops. He's more like a C plus B minus. I'll grant you that at best. Yeah, like, but he's definitely not no fucking D, nigga. You you put him on a level of niggas. He doesn't like rap, Tom. bro. He doesn't even rap. We'll get to the we'll get to the review later. But listen, no, 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 this, no, is no, the no. Most, this is the most overblown, boring beef spat between two rappers of all time. I've never not been not interested in a in a two rapper beef problem ever in my life. Yeah, <laughs> and the fact that it got solved so quick is even more boring to me. <laughs> like, He's like, damn, y'all niggas couldn't even like really go off real quick. Get this pussy it, it, shit it, out of here. Like, why y'all beefing? Because Cuddy said, it's, "I mean, I get why they have the reasons, but Kid Cuddy's whole reasoning about like hiding in the babe store when Lupe came through, I don't want to use the board that he." Okay, I guess. I, I don't know, man. This is just too this. Nah, yeah. I could see the him him hiding the reason why. Like nigga, I that's... see it, but it's still like, oh, uh, okay. Like I mean, especially... bro, you're not you're not at a McDonald's store, you're at a babe store. Like you're working at least at a spot where like people like the shit that you're getting. Yeah, you're not working at a McDonald's store. Yeah, it's it's, it's all right. Especially during that time when um when he was working there because Bapes was really big during the, the, the like that's why he was working yeah that, early well, like late two thousands. Well, listen, well listen, if you're a real MC, this is how you reply. Mm-hmm. Lupe goes, oh, da, da, da. you served me at the Bape store, and then if you're Cuddy and you reply, you go, well, you were shopping at the Bape store, mm-hmm. like you were like that's the point. Like, oh, he, come on, he was hiding from a grown man. I don't know, man. That's it. Just that's 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 funny to me, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm a I'm a hide from a rapper I like. Lupe's not even a, like. Come on, man. Like Lupe's not what? I, I don't know. Yeah. So where do you Lupe, rank Lupe? Lupe, Lupe's, 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 Lupe's not going to use that against you. And 
Lupe's gonna rap to you from a fifth dimension to destroy you. He doesn't <laughs> care about using that. You serve me at the vape store. Like he will, he will put that inside of a little rap that no one can see except for him. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Wait, it's so like what, what, not so on that level, tier. So bro. what's here? So what's here is a uh, Lupe. Come on, man. You gotta say it for the folks. We all know it's us. Okay. No, you just what gotta say that? it for the folks. I don't want people to yeah. say what is it like, and then get it get it confused. Like, no, we're, no. we're saying, and I agree with you. Lupe is definitely an S tier. It's not even a question. Mm -hmm. Not even a question. Like, especially if you are a, a rapper's, like, rapper, or, or, I mean, not a rapper, rapper. What I'm saying is, like, a fan of rapper rappers or a fan of MCs, people who could go fucking put together pictures and everything like that just with their words, like, and, and you visually just close your eyes and you can imagine what he's saying and everything like that, or has some kind of impact. That, to me, is the, what, what real MCs are about, like, and... Hey. Lupe is definitely in that tier for me. And, uh, and I'll, I'll remind the crowd again. Who are two of uh, Lupe's favorite rappers? Who are the best rappers? Best at rapping, rapping. Aesop Rock and Homeboy Sandman. And he has said this numerous times. Just a yeah, reminder he, to the crowd. Yeah, he's definitely um definitely giving um Homeboy Sandman some props too. And Rock. Yeah, he's saying he's the best rapper out. Yeah. I, I and Aesop Rock's writing style. I mean, listen. All he has to do now is just mention Billy Woods and my trifecta. Just <laughs> showing y'all who's who's correct again. I don't know about all of that because just because 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 Lupe know that um, Nas is better than him, so he ain't got mention it. So it is what it is. No, but we all know Nas is at that level. He's mentioning people that people overlook because maybe they don't like the aesthetic of their music or what they rap about or how they rap because they're too rapidly. I get it to, the, to that type of crap. But he's just showing <laughs> like, yo, you should. If you understand Aesop Rock's style, then you could like appreciate the music. But you have to get into that style and know why he's rapping the way he's rapping. Because mm -hmm. he doesn't say, "Yo, I'm reaching out for the for a firearm." He'll be like, "Oh, my ligaments is pulling towards the metal or something like that." So, so he puts it in a different way because <laughs> that's how he writes. You know, that's the point of his shit, which is, is very like bar artsy. right there. Though I just gotta ask you. That's that's the way he does it. That's the way he does it, bro. <laughs> he said, my ligaments is reaching towards Like, you know how I told you guys until Billy was like, you know, you got to spin it a few times to like, all right, to push it together. But with yeah. Aesop, you have to break everything down. Be like, oh, he's talking about the... He has songs about his cat, about pigeons. Like, he's so bored. <laughs> he's rapping about shit no one would rap about. That's where he's at, you know? Like say, he got a song about pigeons. <laughs> pigeons, bro. He's from New York, so, you know, we, we, we fuck with the pigeons, you know what I mean? <laughs> little brand, right? I mean, listen, I I thought I ain't never gonna see no pictures again until I moved up. I mean, when I moved over here and then I started seeing them shits. And even when I went to Chicago, though, I seen a lot of them. And I was like, well, I could expect to see it over here. Chicago is more like New York, you feel me? Like so, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, for sure, man. I was over here, I was like, yo, where the pictures at? I finally see one. I was like, oh shit, they got pictures out here. <laughs> just like us. Also. Well, they probably migrated over there, right? <laughs> yeah, especially during the winter or whatever. But shit, no, the fuck they don't. Now with all this snow over here, it may be colder in New York, but it's way more snow over here. One hundred percent. You got the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, and 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 it was brick too for like a, maybe a week or two ago. This shit was negative degrees all week long. Bro, bro. today was the first nice day. It was like thirty-five degrees. Last week was all twenties. Yeah, for us too. Last break. This today it was like maybe like forty degrees, forty nine degrees, but you know it's supposed to actually have a, have a nice good week. Oh shit! What the fuck? It's snowing right now. 
It's supposed to snow. <laughs> I just looked at my phone and look at the weather. It's about to snow at, at 10 o'clock, 70% chance. You son of a bitch. But it's supposed to be sunny tomorrow, 50 degrees. So hopefully. No, that's good. I'm going to go away quick. Yeah. But, you know, and this is not a weather pod. All right, guys. Sorry. <laughs> or is it? it? Or is it? Like, what type of weather you in, my nigga? But, yeah, man. Um, But, yeah, like I said, to end that close out. Shout out to Jimmy. Day, Shout out to Lupe. Shout out to Kid Cuddy. Piecing it up. Keeping mm-hmm. rap, battle, battle rap alive, like, yeah, pop positive, positive, twenty twenty four. And Lupe, please leave Cuddy alone. Do not rap him or rap about him. Please, like, leave my man alone. Like, I fucks with Cuddy, um, Lupe, and I know what you're gonna do to him, bro. I ain't having that. You gotta relax, my G. Real talk. It, it wouldn't even be fair. No, it wouldn't be. I don't think he would ever do that. Like, Lupe's like no, Cuddy. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> He would throw Cuddy? a bar, maybe, but I don't think he would do a whole song. Not a whole song, nigga. Like he ain't gonna he ain't gonna Royce the five nine him. Like, oh man. Yo, Royce was such a disappointment. Such a disappointment, dog. Because he was he was having that run where he's like, oh, he's an elite, elite. This car is mm-hmm. looking good. He's about to go to the next level, and then that just shit happens. I'm like, ugh, I don't. Ugh. Did Turn you lose respect for that? Not lose respect, but just like that that higher writing when the artists are doing everything well, and then that kind of shit happens. Like, and then you're rapping on the song, how like you don't want a battle rap beef for whatever. It's like we're MCing here, we're no one's like trying to fight each other, you know. And the only person acting with the chest out is you because Lupe just pointing your your points wrong or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. It's like that's all it is. Even Ransom and RJ Payne, everybody who was there, they were just like, Yeah, we just want to rap to rap. No one's like being like disrespectful or trying to and they talking about like we, we, we should come together and shit like that's how we do come together we fucking do shit the right way like come on bro yeah that was so weird it was just i don't know i agree man you know but um yeah man let's go ahead and jump into some more shit before we get to some serious stuff let's go ahead and jump into um this 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 bob marley trailer that we was talking about um for the people out there who don't know, um, Bob Marley, the um, One Love movie will be will be released on uh, Valentine's Day next month, which is a Wednesday. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, I for one am super ecstatic and can't wait for this movie because I am a huge fan for um Bob Marley, of course, and um I just feel like. This story right here is very important, especially uh for for the message that it's trying to send out. You know what I'm saying? Especially because we're talking about what Bob stood for and everything like that. Uh, with his legacy, even continuing on with his children. You know, and them guys, some amazing, amazing talent that came from that family tree, dog. So it's a it's a it's a really important um story, not only just for you know the reggae and the Caribbean and Jamaican culture, but I think for the world too, because Bob transcended the just being part of the reggae and boxing that only, you know, uh, Caribbean people listen to him. Bob was a global act. You know, he still is a global act. Like, so, like I said, I'm just really excited for this movie, man. Um, Dan, you've seen the trailer, right? So how do you feel about it? I've seen it too many times to work. Now I'm like, uh, but I'm excited to watch the movie. So it's an hour and 47 movie uh, minutes. Uh, the guy was in Secret Invasion. His name is Kingsley Benadir. Mm-hmm. He looks the part. He sounds pretty good at the part. So the movie looks looks pretty good so far. I don't see like what they're going to tell. Like if it's just like what period of time in his life, stuff like that. So, and like music, music movies, they're usually good. 
I want to say they're they're great, but they're definitely always like good. Like um, the guy from uh Mr. Robot, he did the what was the what's the what's the dude from the band? What dude from the band? What are you talking about? The dude who got AIDS, bro. You ever seen Mr. Robot? Nah, you talking about the joint that has Joey in it too? Yeah. Yeah, nah, I never watched it. I've heard about uh, it. Yeah, so that that was mad good. So I he played the dude it. who did um whatever that band is. I didn't see the Elton John joint though. The Rocket Man? See, bro, yeah. I didn't see I heard that was good though. That one was good. So, Jamie Foxx and fucking um Ray. Ray. That shit was great. Yeah. I that was watched that... it since it came out. That shit was great though when I watched it. I that was that one of the best ones. Ray is one of yeah. the best biopics. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that shit was really good. It went deep into where you know all the shit over there. So <laughs> Well, how do you feel you know, about my, NWA? Straight out of Compton. Oh yeah, that shit was fire. I mean, come on, that shit was fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it on the same yeah. level as a as a Ray? I would say so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't see what you can say is bad about the NWA movie. Mm-hmm. Is it a little exaggerated here in parts, probably, but not to the detriment to to the point to NWA. Mm-hmm. I think they captured what the NWA was going through at that time perfectly. So. Oh yeah, for sure. You know? yeah. I feel yeah. I feel like and that one thousand percent. And then like, Andre's, I, I, I mean Trey's son, I mean uh Ice Cube's son's perfect for the role too. Oh yeah, so O'Shea Jr. Good. Yeah, he killed that yeah, role though. Perfectly. That yeah, it, it, I Earned think it's shit. just because not only just because he looks like his father, but he's actually a really good actor too. Yeah, he's pretty good in everything I've seen him in. Yeah, everything I've seen him, in, I've liked him in every um movie I've seen him in so far. But yeah, man, um yeah, so NWA is a yeah. Did you see um the Whitney movie? What, which one is it? What's the, um? I want to dance with somebody. It came out like isn't like, that recent? That's recent, that was right? Twenty twenty two or twenty three. I got. I want to say it was twenty twenty three. Um, because me and my lady we went to go see that movie. Uh, no, it wasn't twenty twenty three. It was twenty twenty two for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, because it was in the beginning of the or the ending of the year. I think we went on Christmas Day to go see that movie. Cause I'm. I think Christmas Day was like on a Tuesday or some shit like that, and it was like, yo, fuck it, let's go, go see this movie real quick. Facts. That was a really good one though. The the Whitney biopic though. And um, you know, a lot of people didn't like whatever um that they left some of the things out, you know, and they focused a lot on certain things. But I think it was a great overall story, especially because um you 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 got how Whitney got into the business, where she comes from. She was a church girl, you know what I'm saying? Even down to how she was getting her writers and everything like that, like how the label was really pushing for Whitney, you know. So and then Yo, I've seen a lot. You know what I've seen too? Oh man, what's the one that I want to? I don't want to say it's the wrong one, but I think the one with Jennifer Hudson. I think she played Aretha Franklin. She did. I was thinking about her in some movie, but I forgot. I think it was Aretha Franklin. That one was a really good movie too. I looked I mean, it Jennifer up real quick. Jennifer good. Hudson. Yeah, she's a, and she's a phenomenal this, singer. This this is the thing though with music biopics. A lot of people will be like, you know, they exaggerated this and they left this out. In a two-hour movie, you could only do so much. Because mm-hmm. then the editing gets choppy. You you fast forward to certain things. And the other thing they also uh, they they talk about um about music biopics is how like you know it goes from uh you know he was young, they were young, they had a love for the music, mm-hmm. they couldn't make it here, then they stumbled upon this, then they got found stardom, and then now it's drugs or girls or something, mm-hmm. and then they like rise up or they don't. And, yeah, it's a little samey, but it's it's, it's a nuances in the window story that makes a difference, you know. So, mm-hmm. and Bob Marley's a little bit different though than the regular uh, ones like that. So, that should be good. 
Yeah. No, for sure, man. Yeah. Um, like I said too, like I, I hope that his kids also have some kind of involvement when it comes to the movie. Because I seen Ziggy, I came out and he was talking about how important the movie was um is right now, you know what I'm saying? And especially how important it is for the culture and the family and everything. And that now is the right time to actually do it. So, you know, obviously Ziggy's giving his blessings then if he's saying that much. Um, so <clears throat> I wonder how 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 much the the kids and everybody else had some kind of parts in the movie because especially his wives and everything, you know, like I would like to see how many of them is actually still alive still. And, you know, um, even have something to add to the story. Cause you know, there's a lot of things that they show like the shoot, like, like, like how they shot to shoot up his house and stuff like that, you know? So yeah. I'm, I'm really interested in seeing that part too. Um, like they, 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 of course, they show little scenes about his so um, playing soccer real quick. So I'm hoping they get into that because that was one of the things that was known about Bob is that he was a huge, huge like soccer player and a big fan of it and everything like that. So I want to see like where that comes from. Like I don't think that the, I don't think they're doing his uh, story justice by the movie only being an hour forty seven minutes. To be honest with you, yeah, that's a trepidation for sure. That, but it, it it depends what they do with the movie. You know, like. If I don't you think spend, an hour 47 you spend minutes, 10 minutes is long. when he's young, and then you spend like the next hour and a half on the important stuff, it could work out. Because if we're really talking the hour 47 minutes, and maybe actually an hour, an hour 40 minutes of film, you know, due to the yeah, credits, the credits. And like so, yeah, nigga, like what are we talking about? Nah, son, we can't do Bob Mike like that, but it is what it is, and we appreciate the uh movie coming out. Like I said, I, for one, am super excited about it and uh, hope that this shit comes out, you know what I'm saying, and just kills it, especially, oh, yo, go run that shit up too, y'all. Let, let's show out for Bob. Let's show out for Bob. especially Also, also, I, also Bob Marley is someone who uh, has a message in his music. Mm -hmm. Do you it have was a, a ladies, ladies man. Definitely was. Yo, question. Do you have, what's your favorite Bob song? That you can't do that, bro. This guy has mad. Like, come on, bro. There's just too come many. Come on, songs. nah. All right, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me two at least. I mean, my, I mean, one, one off the top of the head for me is Redemption song. One of my favorite songs of all time. I mean, that's just, up there. The, the thing about Bob Marley, like, he doesn't really make bad music. Like, you just, you just play the album and then you're good. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's it's never like, damn, I gotta skip this or I don't like that album. Like. For the most part, most of the albums you just play and you're good. Is there's that era too, you know, where like they're confined to their sound and stuff. It's not really nothing whack. Do you have a favorite you know? Bob album? Mine's is Catch a Fire. That's probably I don't, I don't think I have with, with music besides hip hop, I really don't have favorites. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know? Yeah, like after the eighties, that's when like artists are a little bit more like I like the Sabom, I don't like the Sabom. Before that, like the, I don't know, like before the eighties, like I could just play albums. Like a, a lot of I don't have here, someone's seventies, like that. I just play the album. Yeah. There's always like a song you might like more, but it's just the whole. You just play the whole thing, though. I feel you. And and Man. shout out, shout out to artists like that who could produce music where you could just play the whole entire project because. Like I, that's one of the things I hate about albums. Like when I when I when I listen to an album, I I looked I go into it looking to enjoy the whole project. You know what I mean? But it comes out sometimes was like I made like like three, four, five songs off the album. You know, and then I'm like ah, like 
that's why I'm very selective when it comes to my album choices and the ones that I pick, like for my albums of the year, you know, there may be one or two skips on it, but it's not that much, you know what I mean? Like for, for me, at least like, you know, and shit, like I was, like I was saying um the other day, man, uh, I think music just speaks for yourself, you know what I'm saying? And things that you went through or things that you could relate to, you know, and that's one of the things that Bob does, like, especially because you can relate to his message about peace and unity and love, you know what I'm saying? Just being a good human, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think for the most part, everybody wants to be a good human, but sometimes, you know, we make bad decisions or we just turn out to be certain type of ways. But I don't think anybody really goes into the world and say, I want to be a piece of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, and if you do have them humans, like... Fuck them niggas, like word. <laughs> yeah. You dig what I'm saying, man? So yeah, man. Um, so shout out to once again the Marley family. Um, looking forward to this movie. Uh let's, then, let's, let's get to the real I was gonna topic say topic today, bro. No, no, you gotta bring it in with this. This one, is gonna bro. be this is gonna be the movie for the ages. This movie is gonna it's gonna revolutionize cinema, it's gonna yeah. make it's it's gonna make um Scorsese tear up when he sees it first in first class, bro. Damn, I would it's play the, the trailer, but I know we can't play it on YouTube though. It's, so it's the Fine. new J Lo movie. I don't know what the, what the, I forgot what it's called. But yo, she's swinging. Hold on, for I the can fences. pull it up right now because you um you said she is swinging for the fences in this movie. It's 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 autobiographical, I guess, like a biopic. But I, I'm pretty who? sure she's like of her. But there's like elements of fantasy. Apparently, she's a sex addict, according to her friends. You see her get married multiple times, so they make you know fun of that. And in the this trailer, is, it's called cool. "This Is Me Now: A Love Story." <laughs> it's terrible. It's so bad. And in the in the in the in the trailer, she's talking about how like you know. This is what happens when you're a hopeless romantic and like, you know, we never give up on love or some shit. I'm like, bro, you are a narcissist. What is wrong with this bitch, bro? What is going on? We're uh, getting um, a J-Lo biopic about how she's a hopeless romantic. <laughs> I, it's a love I really story, wanna... my nigga. I really want to see the bootleg and just laugh at this movie, bro. <laughs> this nigga said the bootleg. I think it's coming out on Prime Video. Because the clip is from Prime Video. It's, it's from that site, so, on YouTube. So, I think this is coming out on a Prime It's, it's coming out three days after Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah, save that bullshit. I'm, I will be watching One Love. I'm sorry. I'm uh, not sorry. I don't, know what, I don't know what she's thinking with this movie, bro. Like, okay, the last movie you did, being a stripper or some shit, didn't work out with Cardi B. I guess nobody saw that. She was in the movie. Oh, I did see story. that one. How was that? Was it was that? all right. It was all right. right. Like, yeah. You watch something on Sunday, you're bored. Yeah, I watched that. I think I saw that with Mona, if I'm not mistaken. That was not like, too long there, ago. That was like maybe like a good J Lo movie that I, that I can't recall. Is there a good J Lo movie? Ah, uh, we can't do that. She has like one or two that's not that bad. No, like, I'm saying like she'll, she'll be in a movie that's like okay, but I'm like yeah, there's okay, no but... like yo, you have you you gotta watch that movie. You have to at least watch that once. Like it's not really a jailer movie like that. Well, enough, really enough is the only one that people would probably say that. Damn, I don't even remember that one. That's the one where she was like getting abused and then she had enough of that shit and she started fighting back. Fuck that nigga up. What you mean, son? 
Beat that nigga I mean, ass, dog. It, it, it's hard to go against that, you know. I remember she was she had she was like a nanny or something in Manhattan. Yeah, made in Manhattan. Made in Manhattan. That was pretty good. That wasn't that horrible. I mean, it was that era with like a romantic movie. It's like whatever, you know. And then she, well, what's the movie she was in with uh Wesley Snipes? Train oh, something. Oh, Money Train. Money Train that was yeah. my shit right there, dog. Yeah, now that was good too. That were it was with yeah. um, Woody Harrelson too, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's them and then J Lo. You know, she has yeah. like a little side part. Yeah, she had the side part. She was like the partner that started fucking um fucking this nigga. Yo, damn, bro, but dude. but this, this is what I'm saying. Like she's she's a whole even like, in the movies. <laughs> What, what I give her, what I give her in the trailer is that at least she's swinging for the fence. She has elements of all kinds of. She's musical, mm-hmm. fantasy, drama, and romance all in the movie. Mm-hmm. Now that's too much for one movie, but I'll I, I'll give you props for just trying some crazy shit. So that yeah. that's where I'm at with that uh trailer. It's just when you and, watch and the let trailer. Me, let, me, let me let me relax on the whole part. I didn't mean she was home. Just mean she's just being very promiscuous. How about that? In the movie. No, um, I I said she's a hoe in all her movies, huh? <laughs> but no, she's not. I mean, it's kind of hard not to be a hoe when you got a body like that. No. If I had a body like that, I'd be a hoe. <laughs> if I was Christian Momoa, you think I wouldn't be a hoe? Come on, man. Why you can't be a hoe now? What's wrong with Dan? Huh? You know, being a hoe with me as I am, it takes a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, I could be a hoe, but it's not going to be a hoe with the ones I want. You want to be a hoe? Hey, no, I don't want you to be a, a hoe anyway, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got morals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see how the movie goes. Um, the, the thing that killed me about the trailer is when you see Fat Joe being a therapist. I'm like, all right, that's when that's when I started Yo, laughing. I'm like, I'm, like, oh. I'm like, that's why ain't nobody, ain't no studio picked this shit up, my nigga. <laughs> Jay well, produced like, and everything. Fat that's, Joe, the fucking the, therapist. You could have got any Puerto Rican, but you're like, oh, what no, are we doing? Joe, I'll put you as a therapist in my movie. I'm like, why? And Joe's like, yo, it's for the Bronx, my nigga. BX Legends in this building. And then maybe that's a dream sequence, maybe, because also it's kind of a biopic, the way it looks and the way they talk about it and things. So maybe Fadjo doesn't exist in that world or whatever. It's... There's a lot of things that are funny in the movie, so <laughs> I don't know. So in her world, she's uh, oh, or maybe it could be like some some you know double you know double joint right there, right? What if Fat Joe know. is just actually like a therapist in her mind when she used to go? That's what I'm saying. Of- like like Fat Joe is who like when J Lo has like things to think about, she like thinks of Fat Joe in the back of her head, just like advising her. Yeah. Yo Joe, yo 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 J Lo. Today's price is not yesterday's. So she's, you know, going all out. Yeah. And that's why he told her, yo, we could do this shit ourselves, Jay. We could do this shit ourselves. Jenny, come on, what up? She like, yeah, come on, Joey. That shit's going to be nasty. Nah, I don't I even have no, I have I'm, no faith in that movie at all. I'm not watching that shit. But it, listen, if you're listening, it's worth the watch on the trailer. Just watch the trailer just so you chuckle. You will chuckle or laugh. I guarantee it. There's no there's no <laughs> doubt in that. I'm telling you. Nah, facts. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It's just not for me. That's my thing. So fuck that shit. That's but uh, Alright, man. So let's go ahead and jump into some other shit, though. Um, Alright. So you're seeing that the... Uh, Alright. So you... Because you sent me the story, right? About the Somali immigrant... The, the chick? 
Yeah. She's an immigrant? That's even yeah. worse. Hold on. Let me see if I could pull this up. Well, it's the lady with the brick. Yeah, but I want to pull up the actual story first, dude. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, hold on. Uh, it's got the just audio part. I want to just read it. I could just pull it up. Because this is actually some crazy shit, dog. And this is the type of shit that we be going through. Well, we be seeing it um, in society, at least. What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? No, 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 no. Is she a GoFundMe, right? Yeah. That's what what it was, right? Because you know the story, so get, feed the people on what's going on right now so I don't just stay stuck. So a couple months ago in Houston, mm -hmm. she claimed that a dude, that people were hollering at her or something, and then some dude, she denied a dude or something, and then the dude hit Ew. her with a, with a brick. Like a, a dude just randomly hit her with a brick for not going with his advances towards her, apparently. Mm -hmm. So she's swollen up on one side of her face. She takes pictures and goes, tells that story. I guess she did a GoFundMe, which she got 40K from. Mm -hmm. And then uh, and she was talking shit about how men are this, men are that. All the men there weren't doing anything, which was, mm -hmm. which was the red flag to me right there. Like, nine times out of ten, dude's going to do something. That's not the point. But it's come out that she lied about the whole thing, and now she's, like, in vacation and shit. Mm -hmm. And she really didn't get hit by a brick. She was uh, just swollen from some type, some type of allergy. So, yeah, she she gained uh, women's sympathy, and they paid for vacations for the next year. So, ladies, this one's for you. What 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 they say? Uh, believe all women? Yeah, that's what they say. That's what they yeah, say. Believe, believe whatever anybody says. Mm -hmm. Except nah. straight male. Don't, don't ever believe a cisgender straight male. Don't ever believe a straight male. That's ever. fucked up, my nigga. You a man. I'm a cisgender man. <laughs> you a what? I'm a cisgender straight hero. What's it called? <laughs> Heterophobic? Um, I don't, I don't know what the hell you talking about. I'm straight, bro. Well, I know you're a straight I, man. I uphold the patriarchy every day. I am the reason women are still secondary citizens. You think so? All right, come on. Let's go. I can't find the shit. Fuck it. I mean, I found it, but I don't want to play it for my phone. Because it's going to sound funny, but... Maybe hold on. Oh, the video, video, video who right? claimed a man <laughs> threw a brick at her head because she would not give him her phone number is now wanted by Houston police. The woman seen in that viral video told them that an Uber driver threw a brick at her head and then tried to kidnap her. But tonight, she has become the focus of this this criminal investigation because Houston police say the surveillance footage captured by cameras on this street doesn't match her story. The woman is 33-year-old Rhoda Osmond. What have I ever done to anybody in my life to deserve this? She told the detective 
that responded that she was hit in the head with a brick after she refused to give her phone number to a guy on the street. And was that verified by any of the evidence that detectives looked at? No, that was not verified. Harris County Prosecutor Keith Houston says surveillance videos from that early September morning show Osmond hitting a man first. Prosecutors allege theft by deception and believe she would have received all that money had the campaign not been shut down. The violence I have suffers is September 3rd is just unbelievable. I can't even believe I'm here. They try to leave me for dead. In an Instagram story posted Wednesday, Osman addressed those who have doubted her. I actually have things going on in my life. I actually have real ways to make money. I don't have to get a GoFundMe for money. I actually can earn income because I'm actually educated and I actually am talented. Oh my gosh, she is one of the girls Wow, justice being served. And Let's there we go. have it, ladies and gentlemen. There well, we have she it. She got away with the money because she was on a ship. Because she had what? Oh, shit, he froze up again. All right, yeah, no, listen, justice is being served, like he just said, dog. Um, any women who's going to go ahead and fucking make lies up and shit like that? Yeah, you cut out, bro. Oh, I thought you cut out. Uber no. driver just... Just threw a brick at her and tried to like kidnap her. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, and and like I was saying, I was just saying, man, you know, uh, any woman who who does this shit, you know, what I'm saying, and and not just women, any human who does this yeah. shit, like when it comes to faking um, injuries and stuff like that, and taking advantage of people being sick, uh, you know, actually being sick and need the money and shit. Like we can't do that. We can't. We can't have people out here making these fucking heinous decisions. Just to fucking get some bread in their pocket and go on vacations, my nigga. Like, fuck you talking about, my nigga. There's people out here really dying. She said, I don't need money. I'm actually smart. I have a degree. I'm actually educated. And, and I have skills. I'm educated. Uh, Whatever. I, I have talent. She said, I have talent. But she started to go fund me. Um, yeah. Listen. It is these, what it, these are the type of people we need to, to shame, bro. Like... Nah, fast. And shout out to GoFundMe for refunding everybody for um their money, my nigga. For show, for show. And she's on a on the loose right now. She's on the run. So I mean And shout out to actual victims of shit. No, yeah, for sure. Like people, now you get now you get dotted because of people like her. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. No, for sure, man. And and that's why I say it fucks up the game for everybody because not everybody's gonna start like uh, and they should do some thorough research when it comes to these GoFundMe's, when it comes to these, like, uh, Make-A-Wish foundations and all that extra good stuff, you know? There should be some kind of thorough investigation when it comes to anybody who's petitioning for, for these kinds of funds, like... like but this, really this also why we're, like, we're in the era where we just believe everybody and everything when they have a sob story or whatever. And it's just like, you have to do some type of diligence to make sure they're not just lying, narcissists, Psychopaths, yeah, yeah. Like, what was the story we're covering with the Make a Wish Foundation a couple weeks ago with the lady? Oh yeah, about the the cancer. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same shit. 
It's the same situation, dog. And I just feel bad for those kids. And I feel bad for those humans who's doing that also. Like, y'all definitely need to be going to jail. So shout out to, like you said, once again, justice being served. And they are looking for her. And hopefully they catch her ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, go <laughs> Go sit up for a little bit, shorty. They ain't gonna give you no hard time, you know what I mean? Like, well, they're gonna give you some hard time, probably like two, yeah. two to five. I, I, I don't know what's worse when when someone who does this, female wise, and she's ugly compared to when she's hot. Like, I don't know what's worse. <laughs> what like, woman? She wasn't ugly. That's it. She wasn't like, yeah, I'm a, I, I want to see her again. She was all right, whatever. She was alright, but yeah, she wasn't ugly, Bro, my nigga. Remember the remember the girl who who. Who figured kidnapping in the truck for miles? Mm -hmm. She she's cute. She looks good. Yeah. Like she looks good. Yeah, I remember that. This shit chick is like it. whatever. Wasn't it just because like she didn't want to go to work or some shit like that? Like yeah, or she was hiding from her, her boyfriend or some shit. So she's like, yeah, with my nigga. yeah. <laughs> you surely dead fake the kidnapping, my nigga. And, <laughs> and those two stories show you whether you're ugly or you're pretty. You could both be a psycho. They come in all forms. She is not ugly. She is ugly. For you. She's somebody, not pretty. Somebody thinks she's beautiful. Yeah, everybody thinks someone's beautiful. Yeah. All right, man. Let's go ahead and jump into some of these um, album reviews, man. <laughs> all right, man. So we want to start off with first. We got Cuddy, we got Baldy James, and we got 21 Savage. Okay. Baldy, 21, and then Cuddy. All right, bet. So let's go ahead and get to it. The bold is pretty, pretty on point. It's just straightforward. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it, man. Um, Bowie James dropped the album. Um, we said it last week. Um, on our last episode, we didn't really get into the album because we had guests. Shout out to those ladies once again for joining us. You know what I'm saying? And everybody, make sure you go um participate in the event that's going to be happening in April. As soon as I get some information and details, I will be hitting you guys with all of that. So yeah, so um. What the fuck? No. Uh, all right. Yeah. So what was I doing? Oh, yeah. Boldy James. Yeah. So uh, he just dropped the album uh, at the top of 2024. Thank God for that. Because um, when you have certain albums and certain artists and everything like that, and they drop um, albums early like this, it kind of gives you a good hope and good feeling for the rest of the year, you know? So shout out to him for that. He's definitely an artist I always be checking out for. Uh, album is called Penalty of Leadership, you know? So uh, completely um, produced by Nicholas Craven. Um, not that many features on this album either. He only has that one feature on Early Worms Get the um, Get the Birds, uh, Double D, and I think that's it. That's the only feature. Yep, that's the only feature on this album. Um, Dan, let's go ahead and start. Um, what is some of your favorite um songs of this album, and also like what are your takeaways? Well. All right. Uh, I yeah, says, one feature. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. One feature. Yeah, one feature. Eleven tracks, thirty-six minutes. Nice, quick listen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a album. The beats knock. He comes through with the raps. He came through from an injury, so he's making a comeback. Solid album. Love the mad times already. Yeah, thirty-six minutes. Yeah, you yeah. could listen to that a couple times. You yes. know. Um, it's like you said, you know, the artists I listen to, they give me what they do, and then that's just dope. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, what are some of your favorite songs of this album? Uh, I think the second half is stronger than the first, but I mean, yeah, like so, the last three, four tracks, like it really gets up there. All my tokens still my favorite. 
Speed recovery still good. I think it was Murderous Tendencies also. That was uh, one of my favorite loops in that one, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for the most part, and some of the songs remind me of like the 2000s, like the way uh, certain rap uh, producers were sampling certain samples. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, well, also it starts nice with the formal invite, you know. I forgot what the fuck says, uh, the gunshot, whatever it said in the beginning, the little vocal. I'm like, ah, yeah, sample based shit, let's go. So, <laughs> always here for that shit, man. My man Dan was like, let's get it. Yeah. Nicholas wow. Craven, I'm not, he always drops shit that I like, so. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely a dope producer. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's not much to really go down besides, you know, just telling his own stories again. Nothing crazy out the blue. And just coming out of, uh, you know, that injury he had, that car crash he had. And I think he said, like, in one of the songs, like, you know, uh, they're trying to give him a bunch of medicine, shots or whatever. He's like, nah, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And he just dipped out the hospital. So, yeah. What you, what you thought about him? Um, solid project, solid project. Like I said, I get excited when um artists like that I really like um when they drop early in the year, and um he has a tendency of doing that too, like not too early sometimes, but he does drop like in the first quarter, um. But yeah, so um one of my favorite joints um I played it last week, all my tokens. Facts. I, I really, I that's one of my. I think that's probably my favorite song off that album though, um. After that, I will probably go with um Evil Genius and then maybe um Early Worms Get Birds. So yeah, I like that one too. Speedy Recovery actually is a really dope song too. So um either yeah, way, you can play the whole thing through for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, shout out to Baldy though for that one because um something that I think um when when people go through these um kinds of tragic events in their life, you know, it could have been worse. You know, and for them to get back into the booth and start spitting immediately, you know, I think that's a great sign that that you know, um, they probably recovered fast too. So shout out to them for that. Yeah, yeah. So um, good. All right, man. So nothing much to really say on that one right now because um, I have to still give it a couple more listens and everything like that because I've only listened to it maybe like twice now. To be honest well, with you, one through ten though, one through ten. One through ten, I would give that a solid uh, eight point five, eight point five ish. Yeah, I was about like to say first listen, eight. first listen. I'm like nine because it's, it's it, it goes hard, mm. you know. But just to be like on the safe side, eight point five, eight ish. Yeah, I would I'll yeah. give it a solid eight, solid eight for me. Yeah, nothing weak about it, really. Yeah, yeah. So, um, shout out to him, you know, once again. All right, man, let's go ahead and get to because this was my favorite project that came out, and this is probably my favorite project. Um, this is probably gonna end up in my um top ten of the year. No cap. We got yeah, you are bugging. What? Yo, bro, it's January. This may end up in my might, top ten. No, it might be a contender for your top ten, but it mm. starts starts slow. Starts slow. Nah, son. I'm I'm listen. Nipsey dropped first day of January, my nigga. That Nipsey, uh, that Nipsey album is different. Don't compare that shit to this. No, but, I'm not comparing it to that. I'm just saying that how yeah. one album could just stay. And I, I really enjoyed this album right oh, here. Okay, yeah, that, um, that's since I get you. American Dream, Twenty One Savage. I'm not saying it's the number one album of the year, but it's my favorite album so far this year. I mean, we only got two weeks, three weeks, okay. so whatever. <laughs> but uh, American Dream, Twenty One Savage, man. He starts off the album with the title track, American Dream. Um, he continues to go on in this album with. Uh, is that his, his mom talking in the beginning? Yes, and it's also his okay. mom talking at the end. Um, 
he has some great features on this one. Um, he had Doja Cat on this one. He had Young Thug and uh, Metro Boomin Free Thugger. Um, he had Little Dirk also over on this album. Um, Travis Scott, Summer Walker, Brent Fires, uh, Burner Boy, Tommy Newport, and Mariah the Scientist, who fucking absolutely killed Dark Days, and that is my absolute favorite song on that album. I played that one last week also. Um, that shit is fire, my nigga. I liked everything until she was doing the super singing shit at the end of it. Why Just not? the it, it, it was like you're doing a little too much right now. But the song was good. Let her get her bag, my nigga. What the fuck we talk about? She was not getting her bag. She was overdoing it at the she end. She was getting her bag, my nigga. You a hater, son. Why are you hating? <laughs> I, I like the song though. I'm here listening to 21 Savage, or I'm progressing over here. So you listen to the album? Yeah, of course. Okay, I right. a couple times here. So what did you think what of the? What did you think of the Doja okay. Cat song? Okay, the features all do their thing in this album. All the features they come through, they do their thing perfectly. They 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 make the song better. Doja, everybody, every everybody, even though Dirk, like the the thing, the problem I have with this album is not the production or the features. It's just twenty one. He's very. <laughs> he sounds like he's reading from a pamphlet. He's never even. This is the album where he's like talking about his life story, and after like the first like intro thing, he raps about just like killing people for like three more tracks or some shit. After I guess like the after the first song kind of changes. What also sends some shots at Gunna. Yeah, like he said a couple of things. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. But the thing, the weakness of this album is just twenty one. I don't need him to be like <laughs> lyrically impressive. That's not what I'm looking for him to do. But sound a little vulnerable and then have energy when you gotta have energy. When Lil Durk comes in on this track, on that banger beat, Lil Durk murks it. I'm not even a Lil Durk fan, but he's got the energy at least, you know? So it's like, and I guess like the beats subsidized for the energy that he's lacking, but that's also kind of why it's like a little like, just emphasize some words. Like he's just reading from a pamphlet, you know? This is the album where he's like supposed to be in it, you know? But the album works for the most part. I ran through it without having to skip anything or being like, damn, I gotta listen to another track, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, t- the gangster gets a little redundant sometimes. So besides that, like, it's a solid album. It's a solid seven for me, you know? And, and, so what's your favorite song of this album? Or do you have one? Um, I don't know. In the first five tracks, I think it was Sneaky. I'm not sure which one it was. Well, Red Rum was good. Like, in the first five, so like, because, like, I feel like the first third of the album is, like, very just regular, typical 21 shit. Mm-hmm. Then he goes he goes into, like, his, like, um women bag, talking about women, hoes, and ones he likes or loves or whatever. And then the last the last third of the album is kind of more, like, life shit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the features, basically. But there's some bangers in the beginning. Like, banger bangers, you know? Mm-hmm. But all that the features and my brother was works. another dope one too. Yeah, no, like the production, of, like it's a well constructed album. Mm-hmm. That's why I say twenty one. If you just put a little more energy in certain bars and certain verses, I get that part. Hit, but hit a little we, bit harder, you know. But, but, just to but like we can't, drive we the can't, point. we well, we can't use that excuse for him, my nigga, and not call Baldy James out for the same thing. No, no, no. But see, no, no. But Baldy James is rapping. Mm-hmm. He's rapping, rapping, right, and also. 21 not rapping, rapping on it. Yo, 20, this is no, to, for this no. to be the follow up for um I am over I was. 
I think that's the name of that last album for him. Um, I could look that one up real quick. But yeah, man, for this one to be a follow up for me, yo, dog, you buggy, like, cause yeah, he's dropped that um the Savage Mode two, which was him and uh Boomin, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, him and Metro Boomin. I didn't really care for the album. To me, this was the proper follow up for I Am Over I Was. Uh, cause her loss was a, a um collab album between him and Drake. You know, so it is what it is with that shit. But uh, but yeah, man. And for this to be that one from uh, I really really enjoyed this project, even with her loss. Like, cause I didn't, I don't listen to Drake. I don't run the Drake music or anything like that. But because it was a a, a collaboration um between him and Twenty One, I went to go listen to it because I am a person who didn't like Twenty One in the beginning when he first came out with that. Oh, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight memes in my. Yeah, you know I'm saying. I, I'm be honest, I hated though, that I, shit. Bro, I'll be honest though. I. I... That 21 ad lib is just, it has to go. 21. 21. 21. Yeah. 21. 21. Yeah. That's his <laughs> shit, though, So it kind of works. He got he to gotta let you know who it is, my nigga, in case you forgot. 21. Yo, the point to an ad lib is to, like, emphasize emotion that you can't do in a bar or lyrical words. You know, like, he, even though I don't like Young Jeezy's ad libs, like, it hits. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, come on. Like, it gives character to the track, bro, you know? Like, that's the point of the ad lib, you know? Yeah, because so, if I mean, you ever recorded music, you know, like, before, you do uh, your vocals first, and then after you lay your vocals, yeah. you go through and do your, your, your ad libs. So, 21 just dead as your sister, and then wait for one bar, like one, two, three, four, one, like he goes through, and then that's 21. I don't know it, like your dad said, it's mad it. funny. It's like, bro, my boy, my boy was recording some dude, right? Who, like, you know, just needed like someone to record his vocals. And mm-hmm. this guy's doing like Michael Jackson ad libs, like in his rap. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I'm yeah. in the back, just like, yo, I'm, I'm, I don't want to laugh too hard right now. We were nah, dying after that, though. But nah, but back to American Dreamy, man. Um, this is this was a great album, a great follow-up for me. Like I said, over I am I over I was. This was him being vulnerable, like even though you don't get it. I I, I he spoke he a lot didn't... about a lot of things that he was going through, man. Like things that he's been going through, like a lot of his losses with his women and stuff like I that. Get like, like, yeah, this is 21 being real vulnerable. And um, I think this is a for 21. For twenty one, of course. Sure. I'm not gonna, I'll, I'm not gonna I'll, compare twenty one to anyone else, but twenty one right now because twenty one to me is just twenty one. Like he's not. Okay, if, if, we're, not, if we're gonna do that metric, that that I'll grant you that. Yeah, that, like that even works. if we're putting them, like if we're doing tier MCs and everything, I'm putting them in the same categories. I will put like Kid Cudi, like a C plus B minus. I'll put him. I'll put him as a B. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna put nah, him as a B. They're both at D for me. I, I don't know what this is. Nah, you wilding. Jim yo. Jones. Jim Jones is a C. They're a D. Jim Jimmy is a Jimmy is a C plus. Jimmy's better than twenty one and K Cardi put together. Nah, I I know you know what Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy you, is a B. I'll put him as a B. You're right. That's disrespectful. Sure, that, that's B. That's fair. And so it's twenty one. Twenty one is a B. You bugging my G. Twenty B. A B twenty one. That's crazy. <laughs> that you you you're just fucking you just fuck with me now, bro. No, nah, I'm not twenty one. <laughs> that nigga is a B. Twenty one. <laughs> nah, yo. yeah. From, from now on, in the middle of the episode, you'll be like, Chris, 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 Now we not doing that shit, man. All right, man. But all right, so yeah. So shout out to twenty one. Great project. Uh, um, one to ten. One to ten. 
Oh, definitely a solid nine. I said seven already, so. It's a solid nine for me right now. Eight and a half, yeah. nine. If I'm giving it mics, I would give it about a four, four and a half. That's crazy. So this, okay. This is a four. This is definitely a four mic album. For sure, four. Probably maybe four and a half. I got to go back and listen to it some more to let it grow on me for the rest of the year. But this is definitely a solid four album on four mics. It's a it's a three and a half at best. And mics? You bugging. Three and oh, my God. If you, could, if you take a... out two tracks and he just Which emphasizes. Ones? Just take out two tracks. Because the first third is just a little too samey. You take out two tracks. You emphasize a little bit. You just emphasize a little bit more of the emotion, because I really, I don't know, I ran it twice. I did not hear him being that vulnerable. He spoke on situations, sure, mm-hmm. but I don't see it being vulnerable. That's uh, that's kind of a stretch for me. I like the stuff he's talking about gun that that I like. He said some other stuff. There's things I like in that he said. It's just just give me a look, because his 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 speaking speech. Tone doesn't really resonate to me as rapping, you know. Mm-hmm. Like we talk about how Larry June, Baldy, Earl, you know, with the lazy flow and shit. But Baldy has character in his uh, in his uh, in his shit, and he spe- and he changes his tempo in his raps. Mm-hmm. You know, at least Earl's always depressed, so I guess that works with that. <laughs> yeah, Larry June's a really cool dude. So when Twenty One, it just sounds flat, you know. But also, he talks like that in real life, so it's just the way he talks. But that's that's the issue with me, you know. But it's a lot of game. It's a, it's a decent solid album. I'm not mad at it. And then <laughs> coming from me, you know, I'm a hater. Yeah. I mean, again, you got it. You gave it a seven, so that's 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 pretty cool. I, I mean, it's not a five or something like that. So seven is pretty good. But I mean, you me, said to compare it to to twenty one, so yeah. All right, man. Let's get to the album of the night, man. Kid Cudi, he back at it, man. Album I'm... of the night. Oh, yeah, boy. Now we start. This album review has gotten progressively worse for me. Nah, did nah. I'm a, if I'm gonna be honest, and I have to be honest here on our platform. Um, I was not highly disappointed, but I was disappointed in this album. I'll say that much. It was a good album, but I was still disappointed. I will give it. Just... Where do uh, we get... start? Like the thing I said about the Twenty One Savage album, this album does the exact opposite, and the first third is exactly what I cannot stand about it. Nah, see, there was some joints on this album. You know what it was? Well, go ahead, you start. No, because you know what it is for me. I think. All right, what you said about um Twenty One, a few songs off of it, and it would have did it better. That's how I feel about this album. A few songs off of it, it would have been a whole lot better. It's an hour and six minutes or something. It's an hour and four minutes is clocking on my side. I see. Uh, 21 oh, songs. Um, 21. That's crazy. <laughs> 21. 21. Yeah, how, 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 how fucking Kid Cudi dropped the album with 21 songs on it? <laughs> Yo, but that's an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Like... So, yeah. um, Like like I was saying, man. Um, A couple of songs we could have did without... Uh, there was some of the like, all right, and I'm gonna go ahead and say this, and I and I think I've said this here before on this platform, but yo, DJ Drama is one annoying ass fucking uh, mixtape like, DJ, I, whatever. I, like, 
she does make sense in this Cuddy album because like the first third of the album is just or the first like 40 minutes of this album is just about partying and drinking and fucking bitches which is fucking annoying because it's exhausting after like the third track so like in the and he, he's not all over the album he's in the beginning of the album more than anything so it's not that bad but in the beginning but you're like me, oh i'm gonna have to hear is. this the whole time you think like i'm gonna have to hear this the whole time then he disappears so it's mm-hmm. like what was the point of that I don't know, man. Um, shout out to Sharika, Facebook friend, you know, saying cousin over there. She came on, she said, Yo, why does Kid Cuddy feel like he just tried to copy and paste what Tyler did? And I without don't think the, without the artistic perspective in it. I mean, no, because I actually I, I love this um his artsy side for me. Like I said, you know what it is too? Um what what takes away from some of his um, songs on this album? DJ drama for me. I he's annoying as fuck to me. DJ drama, like, bro, and we, and we, oh, you thought we would stop? <laughs> Never mind. Dun, dun. I'm like, yo, this nigga, yo, he's fucking annoying, like, bro. This whole album is him just bragging about how much money he has, how he has movie and show roles, how he's got girls to talk and fuck, and how much he drinks and smokes. This, this is the majority of the album. True. That's that. That's like. There's no reason why you're doing an album like that and it's 21 songs. And the features aren't even great. Some of the them are. It wasn't much. Which you're one? not really trying to rap rap on it, the Lil Wayne. The Lil oh. Wayne one was fire. You bugging. That shit is hard. That's one of my favorites off it. Then the yeah, Lil Yachty one the Too Damn High. Mid. The Lil Yachty Too Damn High, I hated that song. Even the production. like The production is not... like. Even if you're doing a party album or whatever, this happy album for him that he talked about it being, the hooks are not creative. They're not. He's not. Nah, you know, the at the party, that shit was hard with Travis Scott. Yo, you bugging, son. Some of these ones you, you calling trash is not the ones I would have got rid of. This is a Travis <laughs> Scott album. This he's trying to make a fake Travis Scott album. No, we're not doing that, bro. What's the song? Wow, 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 wow. I hated that song too. But that's what, like, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the point to an album like this is like the hooks have to hit, and the hooks were not hitting for me. Go ahead, talk about whatever dumb shit you want to do in the verses, because this is just a fun album. But the hooks are not really there for me for the mm. majority of the album. If the hooks were straight, this album bangs a little bit more, you know. Mm. Besides being it being too long, you know. And at the end, it kind of gets a little more into like the real type of music stuff. But then, like, bro, track nineteen. Porsche topless. Which would like you bragged about shit for the 18 tracks, and now we're going back to Porsche Topless. And then his <laughs> last song, Hit the Streets of My Nikes. I'm like, bro, what is going on? Like you didn't like that one? No. <laughs> Hit the streets of my Nikes. What are you talking about, bro? Oh, now you're like the come on, man. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you buggy, son. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, I understand what he was going for in the album, and then in, in certain pockets it hits. Mm-hmm. Certain pockets it hits, but I'd say a third of this album is good, and then the two two thirds is just not there at all. The beats are all right; they hit here, they don't hit somewhere. The, they're okay, but the mm-hmm. hooks is just the hooks is what bothers me the most. And obviously, I don't like the super singy, auto tunish sound. But if if the hook is written the right way, I could fuck with it. And mm-hmm. it just wasn't hitting for me in this one, you know. 
mm-hmm. and the future could have hit a little bit harder. The, for for Rel Williams, he, he disappointed the, at the party, at the whatever he was saying in the hook. He's just just saying it like okay. So that that was a little disappointing, but yeah. I actually like enjoyed it. I'm looking at the tracks. I may have enjoyed it a little bit more than I'm I'm saying right now. But just some of the songs, like I said, like the Yachty one, I definitely could use without. Like I don't I don't get the Yachty sensation. Like I don't I don't see it. I don't understand it. Cuddy came out and said that Yachty is what he was hoping that the youth would turn into. This is your man's over here, man. Yeah. It's your man's. That's your man. Just because that nigga feel like that don't mean I got to feel like that. I like the nigga music. I don't, I don't agree with everything he said. I don't agree with everything everybody says. Fuck that. I am not a robot. I am not. like. But either way, man, fuck that shit. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not a Yachty fan like that. So, But shout out to Yachty. He had an amazing year according to. Bro, uh, you cut this checklist down in half. You have a yeah. solid album. Yeah, I agree. It's a party fun album. You keep all keep all the features. They'll they'll hit for people. Put the best bangers you have with your solo shit, and you're good. But the first third of the album is just I got money, I got bitches, I drink and I smoke. Ha ha ha, ha la 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 la. Like it's just over and over again, and the hooks are just not hitting for me. But I'm glad that he's happy. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. glad he's in a good place. I'm glad that yeah. he's, you know doing music yeah, again. Sure. So like I'm happy, I'm happy for dude. I guess even though I don't fucking like it, Cuddy, but. But but the thing is that at least like now that he got this out the way, now maybe he'll go back to making an actual album. Mm-hmm. You know the real Kid Cudi type shit. So, you know, positive for negatives, negatives for positives. Take it for I'm gonna give this a right solid now. four, and that's me being nice. What? Solid four. Out of ten. Out of ten. Yeah, man. Nah, <laughs> this is a I definitely can. six or seven for me. A six or seven. Six or seven. Right. I'll go. Well, I'll meet it halfway with six and a half. Is this in this top three discography? Is this in hell no? Top five. In his? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Top five? All right. All right. No. No. Right. Nah, nah. Not, not right now, at least. Not right now, at least. For sure. Hell no. A kid wow, named Cuddy. Wow, wow. A kid named Cuddy, Man on the Moon, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slayers, uh, Man on the Moon 2. Like, no, not top five right now. No, no, for sure not. At least for me, man. I don't know how everybody else is gonna rank it, but that's how I feel. I don't give a fuck how you feel. <laughs> that's, all that's right. <laughs> not for sure. Shout out to Cuddy too, like you said, for him being in a better place, mental space like, right now. So, you know, we need that. Um, all right, man, let's go ahead and jump into some of this NFL action that we had over the weekend, man. Yo, great games that happened this weekend, for sure, for sure. Um, yo, I just want to go ahead and start off by saying I've been saying the uh, Texans was the real deal all year long. They just unfortunately ran into the real nigga like uh, Lamar Jackson and uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, but shout out to CJ Stroud, man. The kid looked amazing in that game. Too. Well, he not amazing in that game, but he looked pretty decent in that game, man. And I think he has a promising future ahead of him in the NFL. So hopefully the Texans will bounce back, you know what I'm saying? Um in their future and that'll be dope as fuck, man. But they suffered they suffered a loss with uh 34 to 10 against the Ravens. Ravens, like I said, Lamar Jackson is just having a great ass season right now, and then he's continuing in. 
that bro. offensive line, bro. Bro, they yo, bro, that offensive line is a problem. Facts. When you have a scrambling quarterback that could just chill in the pocket as long, it, the longest in the in the whole league, like I think it's three point five seconds or some shit. He's chilling. Yeah, and he can run. Yo, I don't want to see Baltimore anytime, any place, bro. And just like I don't want to see Baltimore anytime, any place. <laughs> Yo, but um, nah, for sure, man. Cause we talking about Lamar Jackson and the game that he had. He threw sixteen for twenty two, hundred fifty two yards, zero interceptions, and two touch two touchdowns. He also rushed for um two touchdowns with eleven carries, um, hundred yards even, averaging nine point one um yard per carry. That's crazy. Like and he got two touchdowns there. Like um, they also they 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 offense like when it comes to rushing, they did that thing too. Like uh, Jay Hill, he had thirteen for um sixty thirteen carries, sixty six yards. Edwards carried for forty yards with ten carries, and uh, Cook he had eight carries for twenty three yards. So that wasn't all like good for him, but um, at least he's you know he's he's in the Baltimore system. He got released from um the Jets and everything like that. So he's now into. Hopefully, potential Super Bowl champions, man. But CJ Stroud, like I said, he didn't have a horrible game. He just 19 for 33, 175 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. So, you know, um, he didn't throw any touchdowns, but he didn't throw any interceptions either. So, shout out to him for that one, I guess. Um, but like I said, they, they just ran into a better team. Offensive line did their job, protected Lamar Jackson. He was able to locate his players, get the job done. He was able to do it with his feet, you know what I'm saying? So everybody was doing their thing, dog. And um, I can't wait to see what happens now when they, with them heading into the, the the finals now, the conference finals, the championship finals. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, and uh, right now we got uh, – we had the Packers and the 49ers, man. Uh, Packers basically packed up um, – they, they lost to the 49ers and they got packed the fuck up. 49ers, though, it was a really close game, man. Like, like, yo, bro. it came down to the last fucking two minutes, dog. I can't even... Bro, look, look, look at these stats. Yards, Packers 330, San Francisco 356. Passing yards, 194, 245. Rushing, 136, 111. Yards per play, 5.3, 5.6. First downs, 2019. Like, they were down the line neck for neck. Mm -hmm. You know? And that rain, oh, my God, that shit was classic football. Now, the Packers had 10 more minutes of uh, time for possession, though. And they had two interceptions. Well, they threw two interceptions, the Packers. And that's they really had, what made the they, difference they only, the had a, they only had a few seconds more of time of possession. They was at 39. Oh, 29-30, my bad. Yeah, 29-30. But, bro, see, the Packers could have closed this game if they – they had two other interceptions they could have got. I mm -hmm. think it was in the third. And if they got those – could have sealed the deal. Yeah. They didn't do that. And then Love throws that interception in the last minute of the game. It's just like, that's a terrible throw. Terrible across throw. Across the body, across the field like that, bro. You, you, Cardinal on mistake. Running. Running. Mm -hmm. And, and you had time to just throw the ball away, go, go outside the out of bounds or whatever. You have another play going. You know, it's not the fourth down. Nah, the funny shit what you said though, he was like he just pulled a Brett Favre. I'm like, yo, yeah. And I, yo, I used to love Brett Favre, so like, but he, that's what he used to do, you know. He'll throw some. That's how we lost with the Vikings also when he was uh, taking them to the playoffs. Yeah, no, you and know? that's why I laughed so hard when you said that because that is such a fucking fact, you know what I'm saying? And look who the the the, the legend is for the Packers, you know, it's Brett Favre. So you know, 
Bro, and on top of that, um, who's the guy that the San Francisco lost for the game? I can't say his name. And Beto, the offensive dude, the wide receiver, no? He got injured. Um, I'm trying to see who you're talking about. I know a player did go down, but I, I doubt. The main dude. Was it 17? I don't know the 49ers like that, dog. I just know who Brock Purdy is. I know a couple of them, the players, you know what I'm saying? But who got injured? Is it Embiid? Not Embiid. Uh, who, Debo Samuels? No, he didn't play. Um, I don't know. I'm not looking for that. Even yeah, wanted... Debo Samuel, no? Yeah, Debo Samuel. He was the one that got injured in the game? Yeah, he was out the game, bro. I thought he didn't play that day. No, he got injured that game, bro. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. Two, yeah, early. Twenty-four yards. So, yeah, see, that's what I caught the game kind of like late, like maybe so like um. You have San Francisco without their main offensive, you know, firepower, and they still pull out the win at the end. Mm. Pack Packers could have had it multiple times, and it's just like you had your chances. It's not your year. Yeah. And San Francisco are getting old also. And no, they're not really. They got a young um quarterback in um Brad Purdy, Debo Samuels, Christian McCaffrey is still kind of they have um, a couple of young pieces, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so nah, I don't know about that. But I think they had a, a pretty good game. Um, at least the half that I caught for it. I wasn't really watching for that game because I kind of felt like uh the 49ers was gonna win that one. One anyway, I think it's gonna be 49ers and Ravens in the Super Bowl. That's I've been saying that though. Um, we also had the Lions and the Buccaneers, man. So that game right there is a really is another shocker for me because all right, Lions, they got their first playoff win in how many years? Great for them, my nigga. But the fact that they fucking had pulled off two in this this season, my nigga, I'm I'm surprised. I'm like, oh shit, I'm shocked. I'm not gonna hold you. Um yes. that's so, yeah. pretty much down the line, too. Yeah, no, for sure. This was a great game um, by both of these guys. I caught this one. Uh, you have 406 yards total uh, Buccaneers, 391 yards with the Lions. Uh, passing yards for Bucks is at 319. The rushing yards was 89. Passing yards for Lions was 277. Rushing 114. Um, yeah, pretty pretty close, pretty tight game um, when it comes to stats and everything like that. Um Two interceptions thrown by Baker Mayfield, you know, which is uh been, I guess you would say his Achilles heel. Like when it comes to these type of moments, Baker Mayfield, he always fucking throwing interceptions. He just like giving it to the other team. But other than that, though, it wasn't a pretty bad game for him. And I think it's uh something's gonna happen for him because he had 26 for 41 and 341 yards, uh, 49 yards with three touchdowns. So the two interceptions are only two um the only blemishes that's really on his passing side. So I think they're gonna bounce back with this one right here. They took a one year deal for Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers. So I think they're gonna lock in with him come next season. And um they're gonna continue to build around him. You know, saying Mike Evans, he had eight catches for 147 yards, man. That boy is just amazing though. Like he's a dope, dope, dope uh fucking receiver. You know, um this they they did they did great all the way around for that team. So I'm really excited to see what they're gonna do next year. Um they'll definitely be in the conversation. I mean on playoffs next year. So I think I know it's gonna be good for them. Same thing with these Lions, man. The Lions, I can't lie, man. 
I did. I was saying this last year, though, as the season was ending. I'm saying that the Lions they looked real good and they started playing hard. And they all, they missed the playoffs last season just by that much. I think they just they just needed like one other team to lose and they would have been able to sneak their way in there, but they didn't make that. But the fact that they got there right now with Jared Goff, you know, saying three thirty 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 um tosses forty thirty for forty three. What the fuck? Why am I? I'm high, yo. I'm fucking all over the place. 287 yards, two touchdowns, and zero interceptions, man. Um, he had a pretty decent game. I don't think that um they're gonna be able to beat their opponents coming up next week, but that's just me. I'm not I'm gonna be a hater anyway. I don't give a fuck. And uh I think that when it comes down to it, uh wait hold it, because wait hold the Lions are playing the 49ers, right? Correct, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, the yeah. Chiefs against the, yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. Chiefs against Raven. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be able to beat uh, the 49ers next week. Honestly, I think the 49ers defense is going to uh, smother them. They, have, they were ranked the number one defense throughout the whole entire season. So there's a reason for that. So I think they're really going to get to them. They're going to keep Brock Purdy in the game, manage, uh, manageable enough for him to make this run and do what he got to do. So I think next week the 49ers. Which gonna... quarterback you have more faith in, though? Brock Purdy right now. Yeah? Yeah. Nah, yeah? he's not. Nah, he's not. Jerry I don't know. Nah, but, but I think... But, I don't know. Yeah, see, because like you just said, quarterback-wise, of course, golf. But I yeah. think the, because of the defense that the 49ers have, I think that that's going to be the, 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 the whole reason why they win. Like, we all know championships are won by great defenses. For sure. So... I think 1,000% that uh, the 49ers defense is going to show up next week. They're going to pressure golf. They're going to get in to make some mistakes. And I think that ultimately they can, like I said, make the game manageable for uh, old Brock Purdy to get it done. I don't know. I don't have faith in the Niners. You don't? I, I don't have no faith in the They've Niners. They've been to the championship game four out of the last five years. What are you talking you know, about? Where, where has that gotten them? Two Super Bowl trips. Losses, but still two, still two trips. Yeah, uh, I don't know. The Niners have been I'll, out there, my nigga. So that's a good thing for them. So we'll see what happens. I'm going for Detroit, so you can see more Eminem on your screen. Nah, fuck that shit. That bullshit, my nigga. Niggas want to play. You lose yourself now. Fuck out of here, man. And you lying fans, y'all need to relax, yo. You, you saw that post I made about um what from Bleacher Report that they had? Hold on. Let me just go ahead and just say some of these things right here live on the air for people who didn't get, get a chance to see that shit. Because that shit is hilarious, man. I ain't going to hold you. These Giants, the, I mean, I said Giants. These Lions fans, my nigga, they be talking shit for crazy years now. Oh, Kyle. Yeah. He said the world last time um, Detroit made the NFC Championship iPods didn't even exist yet. Text messaging wasn't invented. Amazon, Google, MySpace, and Facebook didn't exist. This is all reported by Bleach, Bleacher Report. PlayStation and Xbox not invented. BlackBerry was still eight years away. And B, Giannis, and Jokic weren't, um, all weren't born. And Dan Campbell was still in high school, my nigga. <laughs> I just showed you. Ladies. Bruh. That's crazy. So, shout out to these niggas, my nigga, for getting it done. Finally, they going to a championship game, and we'll see what happens there. Um, now, the game, the game of the weekend. Um, let me see. 
Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. Yes. The game that that game was tight. Oof. Oh my God, yo. First of all, y'all need to lay off the kick of bass, my nigga. He had deactivated all his social medias, my nigga, and everything. He was getting threatening messages, talking about they was gonna kill us, nigga, all kinds Bro, of the dude, the dude from the Packers also missed the field goal in the one pointer or some shit. Yeah. It was raining though, so I feel that. And he's a rookie. And 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 the thing about that too, Buffalo, y'all wildin', my nigga. Like y'all don't know y'all own city is fucking windy and cold as fuck. That's the thing too, the wind. Also, like you know, if if the last play you ended on the left or the right side, then your kicker's gonna be on. You got you. The center's gonna be on the left or right side, not in the middle. Yeah. But that's a big, you know, issue. Also, when you're going against the wind, you know. Yeah. yeah, the lineup of the ball. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, but you know, Patrick Mahomes, seventeen for twenty three, two hundred and fifteen yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Uh, Pacheco, he had fifteen for ninety seven yards, one touchdown. Um, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey, of course, is the one that caught those two touchdowns from um, Patty well, Holmes. This, this is the year the Bills had a chance to beat the Chiefs, and they they, they couldn't do it. And they couldn't do it. That's a, and they were playing at home, bro. They they had everything lined up for them to win, and they couldn't do it. Well, at least they played at home, my nigga. So they get to stay there. They ain't got to travel for that. <laughs> That's foul. But man, how you go that, to somebody else and how you go to somebody else and tell them niggas to stay there? We moving on, bro. And and like Andy Reid with the play calling, just I mean he knows what he's doing too, you know. Yo, Andy Reid don't get the respect he deserved too, man. Like yo, hell of a uh, fucking head coach. You know, so he's been here for since he was with the Eagles back in the day. Mm-hmm. So it's like we we've given this prop. So like sometimes we take him for granted a little bit. And obviously they're having like a low year, you know, especially you know with stat wise and you know, wing wise, but. They're still champions. They still have been there. So you can't. It's like the old. It's like the old Patriots team. You know, Two like time champions. You can't count them out. You can't count them out because if they're in it, they might pull it out. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I don't want to see it happen, my nigga. But yeah, I, 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 I'm so I, I'm tired of the Chiefs. Much love to Andy Reid. I respect Patrick Holmes, but I, I am so tired of watching the Chiefs win. I'm about to. You know what's crazy, my nigga? Like. <laughs> So my girl, um, her best friend, her, her husband, he's a Chiefs fan, right? And when the Ravens beat them next week, my nigga, I'm going to buy me a Ravens jersey. <laughs> I should just I mean, go buy one. Like, yo, fuck, what's up, my G? Like, what's up? <laughs> I mean, before yo. we get to uh, those picks, I mean, Josh Allen, they had a chance at the end. He threw a pick. He threw a pick, right? Josh no, Allen? No, it was the mystery, yeah. It was the mystery. Yeah, because he only... Yeah, 26 for 39, 186 yards, one touchdown. No interceptions. Yeah, he played. Yeah, it was and, just he rushed, and he it's rushed for bad. two touchdowns at that, too, with 12 carries and 72 yards. Yo, that yeah. one rush, my nigga, he did. Like, yo, he, yo, Josh Allen be mobile on the low, my nigga. He would have more yards if he wouldn't have got sacked a couple times. But, yeah, because he got sacked a couple times, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, zero sacks. Yeah. Oh, he had zero sacks. Oh, that's crazy. I thought he had got sacked. No, somebody did. Wasn't it a turnover somewhere? A Yo, how your quarterback has the most rushing yards? Yeah. 72. That's crazy. Oh, they caught a fumble. Yeah, that's right. I knew it was a fumble in the game. I didn't know. All right, yeah, but no, for sure, man. 
Yeah, Kansas fumbled there that like the one yard line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. it was. Yeah, those games were. Yo, I love it was a touchback, right? Yeah, those yeah, football weather games are the best. Just the best. Like it's just so messy. Nah, yeah, even when get down the ground, there, there was a fumble too with the packs in the San Francisco. I think. Yeah, there was a mm -hmm. fumble, and then San Francisco almost got it, but then the Green Bay uh, linebacker got the ball. Yeah, yeah, those are great. That's good games. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm really excited for the next week games, though. So we got the um. I'm about to say the. All right, so, so what we got? What we got? What picks? Let's go. We got Lions and 49ers. What we going with that one? I'm going with Lions. I'm going with Lions and going with the Niners. Going if it's a low-scoring game, I definitely think Niners going to win. But if it's over 20, 25 points, it's easy going to be the Lions. You don't think Brock got it in and pull off 30, 32, 35? 30, I think he could, but I don't know. I don't know. All right, since we're throwing our numbers, I'm going to go ahead and say final score will probably be 31 to 24. All right, so Lions are going to win. No, 31-24 in the favor of 49ers. No, but that's what I'm saying. Lions are going to win because it's going past 20, 24, 25 points. Nah, I don't think so. Watch. Your score by Lions for me. All right, no, 31 to uh to, to 24. That's that's going to be final score. All right, yeah. we got – Hmm. Yeah. All right, so we got uh Ravens. Ravens versus Patty Holmes. Um, first of all, I'm gonna call this one a high score game. I think they both gonna shoot out probably. Baltimore's yeah. um Baltimore's defense is definitely gonna be a factor in this one for them. Um, but I think it's gonna be a probably um I'm gonna be favorable and say about 42-35, 42 and 30, 32, maybe 31. 42 Damn, that's a lot. I think Lamar, because La Lamar is so mobile, I think he's really going to be a, a difference maker also for that defense. And um, he's going to shake them up. They got great running backs. You know, he's got great receivers too. So, yeah, it's going to be some shit over there. W what do you think, though? Well, I'm definitely going Baltimore. Mm -hmm. I definitely give them the edge. They're playing better. They're more consistent. Lamar's having a great year. The MVP? offensive line, just giving them all that time is just – that's just insane. When you have a scrambled quarterback type, that's 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 going to be tough to beat. Mm -hmm. So unless unless they stop Lamar early or just the whole game is not going to – I don't – I don't I don't know. I mean, Kansas is the champion, so I don't count them out, but I don't know. Who, who won last year? Who won last year? The Super Bowl. Who won the Super Bowl last year? Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs. Yeah, so this is the year he has to go down. Yeah, he can't have a repeat. Not, it's not in the that. Super Bowl. He has to go down in the in the this and thing, you know, this round. Like he has to yeah. go down. Yeah, yeah, like you've been demoted. Get yeah, that's home right, home. nigga. It's a real. It's a new king in town. It's a real Yo, nigga Lamar here. Jackson, the Mar Jackson winning would just be beautiful. Oh yeah, it's poetic. All the shit he has to take and shit, like yeah, you know, finally I gotta get too, his man. contract and everything, my nigga. Like yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, listen. When you have an offensive line that's that good, and your quarterback can do what he wants, he could dictate the game and control the game. That to me is always the most important thing. Unless you have an extremely amazing defense that can bypass that, I'm always going to give that offensive line and a good quarterback the go ahead win. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I don't know. I, uh, on one hand, I want to say it's going to be close, but I don't know. It's not going to be. A, it's not going to be a blowout, but. 
I might say it's even a 10-point lead game, you know, because at yeah. the end, you know, you, you throw an extra points, three, right. but it's really like a um, um, a touchdown game, but it's, it should be close, though. It yeah, should be I, close, you know. And they're, and they're playing in Baltimore. Yeah, so, yeah. Nah, they're going to show out, my nigga. Like, so, yeah. Bro. It's time for them. It's it's, it's Baltimore's yeah. year, I think. Yeah, bro. I think Baltimore Ultimate... winning will be fire. That, yeah. that, that'd be fire. Nah, facts, though. I'm I mean, all for that. Kyle tries to talk shit, you know what I'm saying? Saying about me not being a Bo- um Ravens fan. I was like, I haven't been very, very vocal about the Ravens like the way I am about the Giants, but I've always rooted for the Ravens because especially during the, the Rice area, um, the Rice era with Ray Rice and um and Ray Lewis, you know what I'm saying? But whatever that happened with him, you know, that's his whole story. But either way, though, I've always been a fan of the Ravens. So, you know, like, I just don't be rooting for them. But I do be vocally um cheering for L- Lamar Jackson. I've always done I mean, that. come on. They have a dope logo, good jersey colors. Like, they, yeah. they were that, like, that team, you know? Come on. Yeah. Even if I, if I wasn't a Ravens fan, I always, like, respected and watched, loved watching their games, especially when they were defensively uh prone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I only went against them when they played the Steelers because I was more of a Steelers fan. But those mm-hmm. games were just that was the best. Steelers versus Ravens was the best. Nah, for sure. I miss those games. <laughs> so, okay, so you got Din- Niners and Baltimore going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Who are you going with so far? I'm going with Ra- Ravens all the way. Yeah, me too. All the way, boom. That's it. Yo, Lions versus Baltimore be fire. I see that Lions beat. versus Baltimore would be a fire at Super Bowl, though. I no offensive juggernaut, bro. I would not be mad at that either, though. Yeah. Like, because I don't care who makes it out of um, NFC. Like, I just want the Ravens to win this one all the way anyway. But if the Lions and the Baltimore Ravens um, headline the Super Bowl, I would not be mad at that. That would be a great little look. Yeah. All right, man. So I think that we're done for the night, huh? Let's go ahead and pay some bangers and get the fuck up out of here, man. It's been a pretty late, long night for me, man. Just getting home from work, too, so, you know, I fucking had to get to it and shit, get this shit done. But all right, man, let's go ahead and jump with some bangers, man. What you got for us tonight, bro? I got Mojo, Gold, Tooth, and Diva. Oh, here we go. Pull this play this out real quick first. Yes, sir. All right, and here we go. Here we go. Go to Diva. Press one. Mojo. When you smile. Congratulations, you made it. Now all your bills they paid. Came such a long way from when you used to throw them things. Used to wear them bangs. This is for my queens with golden bangs. Imagine it rings and pinky rings. Ghetto. Cause you know how to make it when the bread baking is slow Fabulous, cause you got the lips and hips plus the common sense Nice size, nice styles, make my nature rise And that's about the only thing going up Cause you was down way before this fame came around Way before the money you was honey sweet sticking to my soul See, we go back like rollerblades and shoulder blades Now you pushing escalates Now these beats and rhymes keep me paid Keep me tailor made Sipping lemonade in the shade no ordinary love like Chardin Healing you like Marvin Gaye Cause every day but Sunday, Monday You would let me cut So I called you Barbie Shop And you called me just the fuck Now I see you in the club I give you power, you give me love Forever, always love You are, she is, that's my uh. 
Together, ready to bust on whoever. Didn't wear no Gucci, no Prada. You mostly sported that pleather. However, you were so clever. Put forth your best of endeavors. Graduated from college, got diploma that equals cheddar. Unchangeable like heaven's weather, and I'm proud. Still be in the hood, still clown, still loud. We down, we down. Just being who you are, you are my ghetto superstar. Occasionally we sip some bar when I drive in your Jaguar. We done came far from all that hustling and trapping, hiding, go getting hot capping, serve sandwich smacking. You made it happen. Couple of things I wanna say before I'm high. Keep repping the south with respect that open face shining in your mouth as you mine. That's my goal to diva. You are mine. I'm so glad to meet ya. You are my mind. That's my goal to diva. You are mine. I'm so glad to meet ya. Yeah. While you was chasing parties, I was writing these five rhymes. But things change, cause now you chasing them dollar signs. I'm still focused like every rhyme is my last line. In due time, different hustles, we both shine. We both climb like George and Weezy, we touch sky. Hood rich like big time, we just still fly. Gold real to babies, lady, you're still fine. Like fine wine, you taste better the next time. And next time, I see you round downtown. I'm pulling over, cause God knows I want Wanna know ya? Where you from? Desire Fisher or Magnolia? I'm Easy Lee, poet, rapper, and flamethrower. Before my verse is over, gotta let you know I'm digging on your gold cap. You're out back. The flow is eight one. Let me show you how I knife that, knife that. Come on y'all, come on y'all, knife that. Ain't nothing like that real thing. Gold two for them gold rings. Gold piece with that gold chain. So don't lack with them gold things. Cooler than a motherfucker, but the girl got game. And if you on some fuck shit, she'll blow up. Like propane, now what that girl name? Keisha Thompson and Mitchell, all that finance girl Elaine. She ain't bothered for all your paper, but she get a little change. But the benefits great without that shrimp and steak, baked mac and cheese, turn the greens, chicken up straight. Hold up, wait, wait. You are the star that I've been checking. I love to see that shiny section. And it's all good because you got direction. Yourself, no disrespecting, no drama, no beat, no plexing. That's my goal to diva. I'm so glad to meet ya. You are my mind. That's my goal to diva. You are mine. I'm so glad to meet ya. Yeah. That's my goal to diva. You are mine. I'm so glad to meet ya.
talking about boys up in this age, man. Um, these boys really, really need to feel that wrath of that mojo, man. Um, give me a call back. I'll explain all the details. I'm trying to get you in trace and, and that fire-ass mojo vibe to get down here and blow these boys' minds. All right. To repeat this message, press 1. To save it, press 2. To erase it, message saved for 4. All right, that was Gold to Diva, press one. I had to let the interlude play too. I'm like, fuck it, why not? <laughs> yeah. All right, real man. Now, nah, that was a good joint right there. I like that one. <clears throat> All right, we got, we got things Bye. will get better. Cleo Soul. Let's go. Oh, no, shit, that's a banger.
That was Things Will Get Better by Cleo Soul off that gold album. Yo, go check that shit out, man. Amazing project, yo. I love Cleo Soul. All right, man. So uh it's been a really good pop, man. Um ready to get on with some other shit that we got planned on. Um, I do apologize to all the listeners out there. I've been announcing Bronx Prosciutto Boys was coming out uh last weekend, but um, we got caught up with some things in the house, you know, and then we started doing some family stuff. So, um, but Bronx Bushido Boys will be dropping very soon. Um, I'm not going to give you a date because I don't want to just fuck up and not do it. But it is coming out, ladies and gentlemen, real soon. Um, we got some great things that we've already been talking about. What we're going to do on that one, too, because uh, we got a couple of new animes that we've been put on to uh, solo leveling. Um, it's one of them. We got a couple of joints that we're going to be talking about. Just uh, so stay tuned for that shit. Video games, of course, very, very important to us. So we're definitely going to be hitting a lot on a lot of different series. So go ahead, hit us up. Um, let us know what um, type of video games you think we should discuss. Uh, also, go follow us on YouTube, Bronx Bushido Boys. No videos is out currently, but uh, they will be coming out real soon. Um, and like I said before, make sure you go follow CPE on YouTube, uh, for what a year, catch that with me, Dan, sometimes we have other people coming on with us to drop our top 10 albums of the last 50 years of hip hop, um, follow us on CPE podcast for everything else on social media platforms, follow me, Chief Chris, 929 on everything there too, and, um, I think that's about it, yep. And, oh, yeah, if you're not a part of a Facebook group, you know what I'm saying, go join that real quick. So it is what it is, you know, CPE Podcast. You already catch us over there. Dan, you on mute. 21. 21. 21. This nigga's stupid. 21. 21. 21. <laughs> yeah, man. But, um, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Yo, you really, I don't like that song either, though. That song's but, terrible. But yeah, man, thank you guys for listening to us as always, man. Um, shout out to Jordan, shout out to all listeners, shout out to our pie family, pie gang. You already know what it is. And with that being said, it's your boy Chief Chris. That's Danny Doom, and it's a CPE podcast. So we getting the fuck up out of here. Boom, 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 boom. You heard? Boom. boom. <laughs> man, you sound like Twenty One Savage. That was a terrible boom, 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 boom. That was a boom, 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 boom. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, we out of here. You sound like you're underwater. <laughs> Yo, peace.